What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one, new, 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 a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF, that is Every Woman's Fantasy, the whole effing show, the chocolate Confucius, Mr. Gregorio Greybeard, none other than the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, the man that is the unbinder, the undebatable, the CEO, Nigaro of Fixes Binds LLC, none other than the eight-time demonetized champion, See God Allah, the eight-time demonetized champion in YouTube. All right, we're adding nicknames as we go. From Frisco to Maine all the way to Spain, the internationally known wake-up show. Everybody knows why you're here. So hit the like button in the building. All right, hit the like button. And we'll add more nicknames as they come along. But, hey, we got a great show for you today. Tyrese Gibson claps back at that Samantha Lee. And uh, he tries to hold her accountable for trying to get in a bind. All right. Mm -hmm. She tried to come out here on the Internet and act like she's in a bind. And CGA will fix that bind. All right. Here we go right here. And then we got also the main event, Dating is Dead, a women, a group of women on the Internet. I know they don't represent all women, not all women. A group of women, Zennials, Generation Z women, have compiled a list of places that are not suitable for you ninjas to take them out on dates. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, no. You ninjas, that these women are too good to be taken out to the following restaurants. We're going to get to those restaurants a little later. And not just restaurants, places where they refuse to go on dates. This is sad for you guys. Now, I know a lot of people come to my show, and they be like, what? Hey, old man, what are you worried about? Why are you worried about it? Ninja, you old. I know people always say that, and I would run my Cameron response, but I've already made a similar response to Cameron talking to these young ninjas, these uh, dirty, sweating-ass, feed-ass ninjas, these basketball, 24-hour fitness basketball player-ass ninjas. Ninja, you ain't, you ain't done nothing in life, but I, I'm not trying to put y'all down. I'm trying to uplift you, but here's the real deal. I'm not talking about me struggling in the dating marketplace i'm talking about the marketplace in general right i'm talking about the marketplace in general so the marketplace in general has got to the point where i think kostradamus needs to make predictions i need to make predictions about what the marketplace is going to go for you hope strategy uh sucker for love ass ninjas all right this is going to be one of these things that we got to talk about i'm not talking about me i do pretty fine out here right i do pretty pretty fine and i choose my lane and sometimes it's fixing binds, all right? And that's what I need to do because there's a lot of, there's a lane out here if you're a bind fixer. Yeah, if you want to fix his binds, I'm in a bind you can get what you want out here. We tell you leveraging options, but there's a lot of men that don't have leveraging options. They just looking for someone to love. I need someone to love. They just need, they just need someone to love. But these girls making it hard, hard out there to be loved. And they ain't looking for love. They looking for help. All right, so we got to talk about that. We got Snap, Straggle, and Sniggle Theater. We got a little bit of Doom and Gloom CGA as well. And we have um, another segment called, what is it called? What's the segment called? 
I'm going to get it right. It says, if we're being honest, if we're being honest is the next segment. So buckle up your seatbelt. This is the greatest show, but do me a favor. Can you contribute to today's show? First of all, hit that like button. Hit that like button, man. Strike that like button so we can get a lot of people in here. The notifications don't go out. This channel is demonetized, so it doesn't really grow. All right, but we do get a lot of people that, you know, poke their little head in. I think the majority, I think um, I looked at my my um, analytics. The majority of people who watch my playback are not subscribed. All right, so, which is odd, you know, but that's how YouTube works. I think 50% of people, almost close to 50% of the people who watches my videos, they're not subscribed to the channel. So do me a favor, hit the like button, get some new people in here. Get the people that normally are in here. Get some new subscribers to come in. You know, they trickle in. But when your channel's not demonetized, there's no chance of growing. But it's okay. We want new people to come in here and feel comfortable. But I'm going to diss you at some particular point. But anyway, to also contribute to the day show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pent to the top of the live chat on. The free agent lifestyle channel and you can super chat new, 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 new on the notorious cga channel and what we're going to do is we'll acknowledge the earlier contributors to today's show how about we do that oh i forgot third leg greg i forgot third leg greg we're gonna have to add that to the nicknames all right albert wesker says women's standards get higher while offering less and less that's an interesting concept yes that's an interesting concept we do have the delusion um the delusion theory that we talked about yesterday the delusion entitlement theory, it's off the chain. And, and, and if you've been in this space long enough, we've already told you that women have the grand, grandest sense of entitlement related to dating and mating, right? What they're doing is they're leveraging your desire. And then against your desire, they will say, well, you have to do all these things, raise the bar, which, which is somewhat odd because the entitlement is out of control and is related to romance, but it's weird. I don't know, man. MC Hamster says, since it's Tuesday, take them to Taco Bell. He says, any other day, take them to Mastodon Smokehouse, all right, for that barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. And I did forget. It is Tuesday. Gordita. I better pull up a couple of gorditas for you. As a matter of fact, um, I do have a great one for you because it is Tuesday. I got a great little gordita for you, man. I had her all set up for you. And uh, let me get that fixed. It we'll, we'll do it live. We'll do it live because I did kind of forget because I was focused on a couple of other things here. All right, but uh, let's go ahead and give you a good gordita because this is going to be a good one for you ninjas here that love you a little cushion for the push. All right, I got to set it up live, I see. We'll do it live. All right, uh, here we go right here. Let's see here. Oh, here it is right here. Are you guys ready? Let's see if y'all ready for this. Y'all ready for this? All right. This is our gordita of the day. Let's go ahead and pop her up on the screen right here. There she is. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Wow. What was that? Oh, the humanity. All right. Eating at Disneyland is the name of this video right here. Let's go ahead and see what she's talking about. Strong with a corn dog. Then I had some cotton candy. Oh, followed yeah. Followed by a churro. Then I had a cherry freezy. Oh, my. And of course, I needed a hot dog real oh, Then I had a vegan Caesar wrap, followed by some donuts. And then, of course, a watermelon lemonade. And that's what I ate at Disney. Oh, boy. So Y'all already know I'm a fat girl who loves to eat. Oh, my. Oh. 
all the humanity. <laughs> Jesus, this is despicable, man. <laughs> what the hell, man? We've gone. We we're gone as a we're gone as a civilization as a country, man. We gone. Hi yay yay, man. What are we doing? Hi Chihuahua. <laughs> What's what is this done? Vegan gordita. Look at this, man. She, yo, man. Let's continue. Oh. oh man, Jesus. This is just terrible. On the humanity. Yeah, on the humanity. Yeah, man. The humanity. The Fupa print going crazy around here, did you? Hey, a slow Tuesday. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. And today we are back at Disneyland and California Adventure to try some new foods and, well, some of my favorites because you already know I'm a fat girl who loves to eat. I started out strong with a corn dog. Then I had some cotton candy, followed by a churro. Then I had a cherry freezy. And, of course, I needed a hot dog real bad. Then I had a vegan Caesar wrap, followed by some donuts. And then, of course, a watermelon lemonade. All the humanity. Yeah, man. All the humanity, man. Listen, that I never disappoints for your slow Tuesdays, man. Slow Tuesdays it is. Hey, yay, yay. All right. It's just crazy, man. Look, everybody's gotta get everybody gotta get they nut off here and there. All right, shout out to let me see here. Let me check if there's anybody else. If not, we'll continue on with the show. Uh let's see here. And we got crazy. We got crazy. She was loving that glizzy. Pause. She was tearing that glizzy up. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to check it out. Give me, give me one second here. Give me one second. <laughs> yeah, it's Tuesday. All right. I got to set up this real quick. I got to see what's going on because we do have some love over on one of the apps. And it is from, we got Trinicia says, I read the list and I agree with seven out of 28 of the restaurants or the place. Because for valid and good reasons, a man going out of his way to be stingy will not help you carry groceries in the house or will magically forget your baby or your birthday every year. Okay, he will magically forget your birthday. Definitely no to number seven after the 2020 lockdowns. I'll have to remember that when we get to the list. And he says some women use dates to get validation, though. I personally don't believe that the first date is about impressing anyone. It's about getting to know one another and making a good connection and having a good time. One of my favorite dates is when a guy took me fishing. All right, shout out to you there. Do you consider that a date, though? Because we're going to talk about that. Women consider some, some things as not dates and something as dates. We'll talk about that. And Macaroni Tony says, I did not see Sizzlers or Fat Burger on the list. What you know about them, he says, those dates, uh, their coach brother Greg here. I actually saw Fatbagger the other day. Where was I at when I saw? It? I think I was in Cali. Was I in Cali? I saw a Fat Burger. I was like, hmm, Fat Burger. I haven't had that since the 1980s. And Sizzler. Macaroni Tony Young Bulls need to learn to listen with their eyes and see with their ears. He says they still got Similac on their breath and got to ask their mama where their social security card is. Oh. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. I know, man. <laughs> yeah, any young dude that try to come in here and tell me they, oh, oh, man, you old. Ninja, what? Where is your social security card? Do you know where your birth certificate is? Ninja, I already know you don't. Ninja, you probably don't even know your social security card uh, number. 
You know they don't know their number. <laughs> What's your social security number before you keep talking to me, you bitch? <laughs> yeah, Mish. They're just trying to tell me something about life and can't locate their birth certificate. You ain't lying, Macaroni Tony. They them ninjas always talking that ish. <laughs> Let's get to the show. Why is my thing all set up like this? Is this doom and gloom CGA? Let's get into it. All right, we aim to please here. Doom and Gloom CGA, we're here to uplift the young brothers. So, yes, man, please don't clap at me. We claps back over here. All right, I've got to set her up. My, I don't like this thing here. It's not centered up the way I want it. All right, there we go. Let's see right here. All right, that'll be good enough. Oh, man, where are we at here? What's, uh, what is this? Doom and Gloom CGA, we're going to start right here. Somebody talked about this the other day. And this is, I'm going to ring the bell on this one already. I'm going to ring the bell. I, I'm not comfortable with this. And actually, I just met up with somebody. They told me they take some of these things here. Look, pharmaceutical companies are testing weight loss shots for children age six and up. New, 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 new world order. Oh, the humanity. What more needs to be said about this, man? We are going to be a country of pharma com new 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 world order. some of y'all can't even get through your basic life right now without pharma i mean you wouldn't even exist right now you would have been long gone you would be slobbering on yourself but now we have people that are using a there's a drug here that they can i can't remember what it's called but somebody was talking about it on my stream and funny enough somebody that i know was talking about it so now they're talking about because the guy that's taking this drug he told me about begins with an o i believe He's in his 50s or 60s. He's older. But now you're talking about young, fat-ass kids, six and up. First, they want to give y'all the poke. Now they want to give y'all waste lo weight loss shots. Ninja, how about go run around in physical education class? How about go play outside? You know what I mean? There was always a, what is it called? Ozem yeah, Ozempic, Ozempic, where you give yourself a poke. All right, you give, your, you give yourself a shot. Right, to try to lose some weight. And these are for adults. Now they're trying to put Ozempic for children. I mean, yo, dude, these, look, this all boils down. Because listen, it's not the kid's fault. It's not the kid's fault. They're, they're being abused. They're being abused by the parents. The parents can't say no. All right, the parents can't police them. The parents can't know how to parent them. Because first of all, parents think yelling at your kid is, some sort of abuse. Oh, my God. But then when these kids turn into fat slobs and lazy bums, all right, and depressed syndrome, now that a parent doesn't, doesn't, can't control the kid. Now when the kid sees putting Burger King in their mouths and blowing up like the Goodyear blimp, the parent doesn't know how to discipline the kid. And now this is what these liberal parents who don't want to keep their kids in check are doing for kids that, that are fat. This is crazy, man. Yo, man. These are crazy. <laughs> these are these are absolutely nuts. But uh, people will say they're in times, but this is why I got to do doom and gloom. And anybody with any hope, any semblance of hope of anything returning back to normal, well, here you go. I keep showing you guys. And these things, they're not going to tell you. You're just going to find out a lot of these kids are on these shots. If you coach sports, some kid's going to have to sit over to the side and pop their little weight loss uh, shot. 
and their ADHD medication. This is, I mean, the movie Wally tried to warn us, and we're headed there. We are headed there, man. What a oh, absolute. Oh, by the way, two parent household, two parent income, two income trap. This is where we're living in, guys. Uh, we're not going back to end times. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, we're not going back to the old days. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. <laughs> they're going to be gray and old. You expect the old times to come back? You're going to be gray and old. All right, so we do have another young lady here. This is a college, college gymnast. And no, it's not. Oh, wait a minute. All right, now the video don't want to appear all of a sudden. Okay, why did they do me that? All right, right when I was about to put it up. It's got this little gymnastic ling-ling right here. Okay, so here it is, right? <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. I'm about to just show it, and they keep changing the video. They keep having something pop up. So let me just set the stage here. It says, college gymnast claims verbal and emotional abuse in announcing surprise retirement. Her name is Kara Eakin, or Aiken. And she suffers from depression, anxiety due to alleged abuse. Now, I'm just going to assume this is abused by the coaches, but we're going to find out here through the story here as soon as I can get to the story. All right, so here we go right here. Uh, we do have a young Ling Ling here. There you go. See her on the screen there. She's from the University of Utah, and I'll give her her theme music, play her theme music, as Deion Sanders says. And uh, here we go right here. Now we got this. Guys, I'm telling you, these institutions be telling these kids to do this, right? And everybody's going to champion her all of a sudden. But we're going to figure out what's going on here. She gonna, who she's going to blame here. I want to see who she's going to blame for this alleged abuse and being in depression. All right, so um, here we go right here. Elite gymnast. All right, I never heard of her, but that doesn't mean she's not elite. Here we go. 20 years old, University of Utah star Kara Aker alleges she was verbally and emotionally abused by one of her coaches. Oh, yeah, man, I'm glad I got out of coaching. I got out of coaching just in time, right? I got out of coaching just in time. I wouldn't be able to coach just a generation of kids. Mm -mm. All right, what happened? And Eva Pilgrim is here now with more on that. Good morning, Eva. Good morning, Rebecca. Kara Aker is no stranger to the pressure of tough competition, but she says while she was at the University of Utah, it crossed the line into abuse many times during a one-on-one -on -one meeting and sometimes even in front of her whole team. And that's why this morning she's walking away from it all. This all right, all right, man, listen. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is unreal. Uh, I knew it's had to do with this. She's walking away. She's just going to quit. She's not going to transfer to another program. I quit. Quiet quitting. This is a loud quit. All right, so now you're depressed. Uh, wait a minute. So they were coaching you up. All right, they were coaching you up in this abuse. I mean, where, where, do, where are we going with this, man? You're just going to let the players? You're just going to let the player? We're just going to let the players decide? And somebody said this. This is a great question. Why is this newsworthy? Exactly. This is why I'm telling new, you. New, 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 new world order. This is why I'm telling you, ninjas. New, 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 new world order. This is called programming. This is, this is what they want the young people to do and believe. They're going to champion shit like this. They're going to champion these young elite athletes to quit, sit on the sideline, do nothing, just get programmed, get fat. He said, why is this newsworthy? Exactly. This is indicative of what they're trying to do. This is a, all promotion for shit to go like this. This is the soft era of Generation Z.
This is uh, the Charmin Tully Tissue Generation. They want this. This is called programming. This is why this is on doom and gloom. New, 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 new world order. This is why this is on doom and gloom. I've been warning you of this, and this, here's another example of this mentality. All right, here we go. This morning, explosive allegations. An elite gymnast unexpectedly announcing she's leaving the sport after abuse at one of the country's top university programs. So they said after abuse. What abuse? She said she's, uh, I can't wait to hear the rest of the story. They said she's leaving after abuse. Hold on for a second. You mean alleged abuse? Did they prove the abuse? Or is she just saying she got abused? I can't wait to hear this shit. But I'm telling you, this is the new culture. This is what they want. The, especially they're using women for this. But there are some men that just recently did this. Ricky Rubio. This is the new programming. Gen Z. New, 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 new world order. Gen Z is Gen New World Order. An elite gymnast unexpectedly announcing she's leaving the sport after abuse at one of the country's top university programs. Create the momentum, lifting high into the double straight, and that was a super dismount. Kara Aker, a two-time gold medalist at the World Championships, announcing her retirement, claiming on Instagram she was the victim of verbal and emotional abuse from... What does that even mean at this point? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? But by the way... Look at all these flatbacks back there. I got a job for her to do. She can uh, retire from, let me fix that bind. I bet you she keep her scholarship too. So what does this even mean? I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> from an overpowering coach while part of the University of Utah's gymnastics team. The 20-year-old seen here landing a perfect 10 at the Pac-12 in January did not name a coach in her post. Wait a minute. So this, this, television program is going to go with the Instagram post as their source and don't even know who the coach was who allegedly did this is the bruh man do allegations when it comes to women they could just throw an allegation and everybody runs with it by the way if you ever been around gymnasts first of all they're scrumptious all right they're scrumptious human beings but second of all when are you not getting yelled at as an athlete, what are you not supposed to get yelled at at all? They, they oh, don't yell at me at all. Hi, yay, yay. Beautiful Stuck landing. But Tom Farden has been the program's sole head coach since uh -oh. 2020. The university recently investigating Farden, a report last month finding, while he more likely than not threw a stopwatch and a cellular telephone in frustration in the presence of student athletes, he did not engage in any acts of physical abuse, emotional abuse, okay. or harassment as defined by Safe Sport Code. Farden responding to that investigation, saying in part, it has been painful to learn of the negative impacts that my words and actions have created. I got, I got out of coaching right in time, <laughs> right on time. I got out of coaching right on time. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is wild. I am fully committed to improving our student athlete experience. We've learned anything is that we should be listening to every single athlete. When someone like Kara speaks as she has and has the courage and the confidence and the fortitude to come forward in this manner and bear her soul and say that she's retiring from the sport she loves because it is so broken. ABC News reached out to the university. It has not commented on the allegations.
I was really interested in coming to Utah because of their team chemistry and how they worked with one another. Aker now encouraging others to speak out and stand up for what you believe is right. This is truly another watershed moment in gymnastics. And it seems to me that University of Utah with that investigation has not met the moment. Now, this is, how, this is my response to this. This is my response to this. First of all, I used to tell all athletes, college or high school, that what they're doing is a privilege. It's not a right. All right, it's not a right. But for you to participate in sports, being interscholastic or intramural or intercollegiate athletics, it's a privilege. You're lucky to be here. You were chosen, and your job probably ain't going to be here next year if you don't appreciate this privilege. And you should consider it as such. Also, you should not be abused by your teammates or your coaches or bullied or intimidated. Um, and But this is not a participation trophy society. We're out here to do one thing, and that's to win. Okay, And then everything else comes secondary to that. If you want other priorities, if you want to have fun first, go do intramurals. All right, go to intramurals, go to the rec league. All right, but we are judged on our performances, what we do. If we don't win, we want to make sure we're performing better as best as possible. But but now everything's abuse because they just said abuse and the guy was investigated. There was no there was no clear cut what he did or did not do as abuse. But what, what is she alleging? What is she alleging? What they're doing is just throwing a blanket term out there and then just saying, "Oh, that's what it was. It was abuse." What? What type of abuse? What? <laughs> like what what did he do? Did he, did he yell at you? Did he tell you to stop eating Hostess Twinkie Cakes? What did he do? Did he call you fat, ugly? Did he, did he punch a hole in the wall next to your face? Did he yell and scream at you? Did he get in your face? What did he do? I'm trying to figure out what did he do. In this world, for Jen Zoft, what? You, you guys got to know. Uh, 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 they're, they're just saying stuff that, to make themselves be not accountable for their actions. What did, what did he do? Tell you to get a 3.9 GPA? I'm trying to figure it out. This generation is a crybaby ass, soft ass, participation trophy ass generation. And guys, it doesn't even matter. Look, you got, you got six years and older uh, in this doom and gloom section taking weight loss shots, right? Weight loss shots. You have Jen Zoft right here, Generation Zoft out here giving up opportunities of a lifetime because, oh, you made me feel a certain way and I didn't want to get pushed. And with no evidence at all, zero evidence, there she provided, I just want to let you know, she provided no evidence. Anybody else see the video? I saw it. Not one shred or shroud of evidence, but she's getting a national story and she's considered brave. Ay, ay, ay. That's... This is weird. We're living in some weird, weird times out here. Interesting story that came out actually with uh, the Ole Miss uh, football uh, with Lane Kiffin as the coach. He recently disciplined a player um, for missing out on some team meetings, I believe, and the player claimed he had a mental health issue. I can't remember what the exact details were. And uh, again, I got out of coaching right at the right time because I was coaching millennials at the time. So uh, pretty much zennials. And um, now Gen Z, I didn't really get a chance to coach. Well, I did, but mostly high school and, and helping out with training. But um, 
I remember in this meeting, the player came in and recorded the meeting with the head coach. Now, I don't know if you know how much of a violation that is. That is an extreme violation. And in the meeting, of course, Lane Kiffin said some things. I can't remember what he said, but he cursed and probably pounded the desk. And then the player, I think, went on to sue Lane Kiffin. If I'm not mistaken, I think the player went on to sue him because the player wanted to not go to meetings and not do what he wanted to do. He wanted to sit out games. I believe he was using mental health for for a reason. So then he went to, as he's meeting with his head coach, he records the meeting. I'm telling you, man, this is, sheesh. This is a weird, weird time that we're living in, but it's a new day and age. So uh, ninjas got to adapt at all times, but our generations are getting way, way, way soft out here. But uh, let's get into the next one right here. Hit that like button. Let's get to some super chats. SOBC, he says, that's why they brought, out the black female doctor on the media blitz to say obesity is a disease. Now they are pushing weight loss shots for kids. Indeed. Shout out to Francine Cook says my dog recently got loose. UPS driver stopped for her. Then the driver saw me and got back in the truck and drove off. My husband said, why didn't he stop and help? I said, it's a new world, baby. It is a new, new world. New, 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 new world order. It's a new world. It is, it's, it's wild. You don't want, people don't want, people don't want allegations. People don't want uh, situations where you become the blame. MC Hampshire says he got angry in her presence. Fathers are next. Oh, they're already doing fathers like this. Guys, they're already doing fathers like this. So um, just so you know, these things that I present to you are from knowledge-based information that fathers are being treated like this as well. They're being called abusive with no shred of evidence. Uh, taking a court on these allegations, there's actually been, they've been doing this for quite a long time. And uh, these, it, it's just, you know, the teachers, the mothers, the, the mothers that still hold grudges, they're using this as a means to get custody away. I want to know, when you put out a claim like that, you got to be really specific. Like, if you're claiming abuse, be real specific. Okay, what happened? What date? What was said? Okay, what, what, what was done? Explain, explain what it is. And then once you get the explanation, you'll know. You'll know. You're like, oh, come on, man. And then get the other side of the story. But they're not, do- they're not doing that. People can simply just say, this is the new me too, by the way. This is the new me too. This is going to be Gen Z, how they get out of jobs, how they get out of, uh, there was recently a case. Oh, um, Tammy Stitch, I believe the wrestling personality known as, uh, I can't remember her name. But anyway, she just got convicted of a crime and now she's claiming mental health to get a reduced sentence. What was Tammy's name? Anyway, she had a wrestling. So this is the victim generation. This is the generation, emotional generation. Uh, emotions trump everything emotions trump everything so how you feel is the only thing that matters not how the bank account looks not how this is going to affect everybody sunny is her name thank you all right i did a dude i once did a primate decline on sunny then i saw everybody doing it but listen i know i i feel that way about a lot of things sometimes but emotions trump everything this is why relationships are going to be really fuzzy going forward because it doesn't mean, it, it, it means nothing but the reality was. What does the emotion say about it? 
Let me see here. I'm going to pull up the article on Sunny Mental Health. So she recently was committed of a crime. Um, and it says right here. Uh, let's see if I can pop this up on the screen. What Hall of Famer uh, Tammy Sunny Sitch seeks lower sentence due to disorder or disability. But it is, what is the disorder? She claims that she's requires specialized treatment for a mental disorder or a physical disability. There it is right there, guys. That mental, that mental health shit is going to be the end of us. <laughs> like, I don't care what people say about it. It, it really rubs me the wrong way. That mental disorder, that mental health thing is going to be the end of us holding people accountable. It's a wrap. And women are going to overwhelmingly yield this sword. I know, man. Listen, women are victims sometimes, but there's no way around it because you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Well, because, well, I felt this way, so it's true. It's my reality. Man. Yep, that's Sunny. <laughs> right? Yeah, so for the people who want to know, yes, that is sexy Sunny. The wall comes for them all. Look at that. Yes. Oh, the humanity. The wall is a terrible thing. And if anybody doesn't know what Sunny looked like before, I had had her on Prime and Decline, uh, Sunny WWE. Uh, for people who didn't know, this here was Sunny. Oh, I'm sorry, this is her. All right, I'm sorry, this was her back in the 1990s. She was actually one of the most, uh, on, most searched personalities online. And this is her now. Yeah. Man, listen, there's a great video of a woman here. I'm going to play it right now, but I'm going to come back to it. She says, wait a minute. She says, men mature women age. All right, I'll play it real quick, but I'm going to come back to it. Men mature women age. Okay, women are like flowers. What do they look like when you get a bouquet of flowers? Most beautiful thing on the planet. What do they look like one week later? Disgusting. While men mature. Men are like trees. What do trees look like decade after decade? They look the same. <laughs> there you go right there. And even if they look different, it don't matter. At the end of the day, women are like flowers. That's going to be our new one. If you hear anybody else say that, they got it from this show, and I got it from their, that person. Women are like flowers. Yes, the, uh, a week later, they don't look too good. Yep. All right, but yes, mental health is going to be the it's going to be the death of our country. It is, um, it is. I'm I'm a strong proponent of we need reform. We need we need some parameters to really discuss what mental health is because people are self diagnosing, people are claiming to be victims of things that are heinous, and they're using terminology that are bookmark terms to make a the the other person who they're claiming to be coaches, fathers, parents, mothers. Um, other people bullies they're using a term that literally could describe a crime but a crime has not been committed and then they're able to get away with things you know not go to school not go to work quit the team keep their scholarship you know sue people over something that is really almost probably frivolous it's probably frivolous as hell all right it's crazy all right and uh yeah if you and then you can't fire people then you can't cut them because they're just going to be like, you can't put them in jail. Oh, well, you know, my mental health. This is why I see a negative about it. And I'm warning you, you're not going to see it until it's too late. If you don't see it now, it's okay. 
but you're not going to see it until it's too late. Andy. All right. <laughs> shout out to Brown 310. Got me a gordita Sunday night. Oh, man. Shout out to you. I bet you she was good, too. CJ says, I'm surprised her Asian parents let her do this. They usually don't tolerate liberal BS. Who influenced her to quit? Her therapist, the rapist, or, or her friends? I, I, I'm going to tell you, as a person that has coached women's sports, what typically happens is um, there is a cancerous person on the team. There's always going to be the team cancer. A person that is disgruntled, they're dissatisfied, they, they, you know, they don't think their evaluation's accurate, they think they're being treated unfairly. Now, you hope that this person doesn't affect other team members. And what that person will do, and this could happen in the job, workplace, church, it doesn't matter. This is team dynamics. What that person will do was, is they'll start to recruit other people that believe the same way. Hey, you're disgruntled, and then I'll try to reach out to that person. Hey, you're disgruntled too. And they'll try to get as many people as they can to split the team into factions. Okay, so it normally starts with one. So she could have been the one of the most disgruntled. And it could have been that she was trying to recruit other players, but maybe they don't have time to recruit. They can quit, and this is going to have a chain reaction. She's going to quit, and then another person is going to say, oh, what happened? Oh, that me, me too. Oh, you kept your scholarship too? Okay, I quit. Then the coach gets fired, right? And then uh, eventually it's just a, a, a cancerous reverb, reverberation uh, amongst the program or the company or the company culture. Not to say that there's nothing that didn't go on, but apparently he was already pulled to the side and investigated for these actions. And they said he threw a stopwatch. Now, throwing a stopwatch to a group of Gen Z people against the wall, that might be um, over the line for Gen Z. That might, be, that might be weird behavior for them because they grew up where nobody challenged them. But um, we didn't grow up that way. So people like throwing a watch, our coach throwing a watch, we'd be like, oh, damn, we better do something. He pissed. <laughs> so um, I was watching another video, and there was an African mother that found her young boys, they were like age three to five, that had um, colored all over the walls. So the mother started recording the video. I'm not sure why, but she was recording the video of the kids record, uh, basically drawing with crayon all over the walls. They covered a lot of walls too. And then the mother was like, hey, what are you doing? You did, you know, and then the kids start springing into action. They start getting washcloths and washing the floor. They were just doing anything to react to the mother who wasn't yelling and screaming, but definitely was upset. There were people in the comment section saying that she was abusing the kids. I was like, she doesn't have to verbally abuse them. I was like, ninja, okay, it's gone. Wait. I was like, I was like, it's over. <laughs> ninja, it's over. It's over. Oh my goodness. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm like, that's verbal abuse? Oh, my Lord. Ninja, I'm like, that's, first of all, that's their own home. But, of course, if you record yourself parenting, expect some commentary. I would never record myself in a parenting situation. But, yeah, that's verbal abuse. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, man, if I colored on those walls like that, boy, 
I would have got way worse than that tongue lashing that they gave, man. That is absolutely crazy. All right. Uh, anyway, it is what it is. Shout out to CJ. And he says, he says her coach helped her get a gold medal and other opportunities, but she threw him under the bus and ruined his reputation. She will do this to her future husband. Indeed, her future husband is going to get the same treatment. And uh, yeah, this is why I say what they're doing is a privilege. They believe what they're doing is a right. So this is, they have no problems throwing you under the bus. This also is an indicator of people, like you said, her future husband. Her husband will do everything that he needed to do to keep her satisfied. The minute he doesn't, she's going to ruin the entire relationship. Throw him under the bus, blame him, say he wasn't shit. And you're just like, man, people are very unappreciative these days. They are. They're ungrateful and they're, they're, they're selfish. They don't mind ruining your reputation. This is why I, this is why I'm telling you guys, be careful, especially when it comes to women. Women are very, very uh, uh, known to do this where they'll ruin your reputation in public. We call it the court of public opinion, right? They'll, they'll ruin your reputation in the court of public opinion, in your friends group, at your church, at your school, at your job, in court records. They don't care. They're very, very scornful and spiteful like this. And once it gets out, there's no reeling it back. Most people inherently believe women. I inherently do not believe them. I've coached and worked with too many women in my life. I almost inherently have a disbelief of anything they say. And this is just me. You don't have to agree with me. But I'm just letting you know, I inherently look at everything they say with a side eye like, you know why? Because the best way they lie is by omission. They just leave out key information. They just leave out. So it, they're telling the truth. And it's truth based on how they told it, but they left something out. They left something out, and that is dangerous. So then they will say, well, I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, but what did you leave out that would make it seem like it's not as bad as you presented it? You see what I mean? That's, that's the problem with when it comes to women. They're telling the truth. They're telling a truth. It happened like that except for the fact you left this detail out and this detail would change the story, right? So now as soon as you add this detail, the story is dead on arrival. All right, crazy. Next egg vault. Shout out to you over there. <laughs> Next egg vault. So shout out to you. Wisdom vision production says when everyone's mentally ill, no one will be. That's a quote. And he says, reality won't allow this unethical behavior to continue. Prepare for unforeseen consequences. Keep those people at a distance for your own safety. Shout out to you. That is exactly it. When everyone's mental, mentally ill, no one will be. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. If everybody is mentally ill, they're all sane and you're crazy. If you're not mentally ill, you're the crazy one. In fact, that's being presented to us today. That's how they're presenting it. Like, if you don't go to therapy, they're like, something's wrong with you. <laughs> like, you literally, the, the one that doesn't seek out mental health, the people who are seeking out mental health and taking medication and working with four therapists, they're the, they're the, they're the right ones. They're the ones doing it right. <laughs> and you're like, wait, how can this be? 
and you're over here going, <laughs> you're over here going, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need no medication. No, nah, I don't need no therapy. They like, well, you the bad guy. You the obviously the wrong. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. So the sick people are right and the healthy people are wrong. Wait a minute. <laughs> it is an episode of the Twilight Zone. You be like, hold up. Hold up. Let me get this straight. All the sick people are right and the healthy people are wrong. <laughs> I'm the crazy one. Like, that's, the, that's where they're going with this. That's why I say it's completely dangerous what they're doing because eventually if everybody claims to be have a mental health issue then the people who don't are going to be the eyeballs <laughs> it's like yo oh man no nah, man you don't believe so you out hold up man a second don't let me get on my soapbox real quick because ninja's gonna get pissed all right what are we doing here straggle with sniggle theater hey with me if you ride with me you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me that's a deal right straggle and sniggle theater uh let's see what we got here let me put my banner up for my editor and uh we're gonna start with mr organic uh mr organic says for tuesday and i saved this for tuesday and if you don't know mr organic he is a youtube personality um and uh he has this to say and some of you nasty boys might agree. Uh, let it rip. Tell you the truth, though. A lot of guys, we love BBWs. Um, for one, they're nice. Most of them got good jobs. You know, um, and the most important thing that probably most of us run into, that pussy be good. BBWs, Better? BBWs got that warm honey bun pussy. Mm-hmm. Like, you had a honey bun, you put it in the microwave for like 10 seconds, you take that bitch out, mm-hmm. and you eat that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That pussy feel from that BBW. So it's different than a regular? It's a different type of meat moisture on that motherfucker. You hear me? I love a BBW. Now, but I tell you the truth, though. <laughs> All right, shut up. Oh, that's nasty. All right, Mr. Organic is a nasty boy, I see. Oh, that's nasty. All right, yeah, you know, I listen, listen. It is what it is. Uh, do you guys agree with Mr. Organic out there? Yeah, the music, it is weird, man. I don't know, man. All right, they got to put the music on everything to make it sound dramatic, like every movie. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Organic said, all right, yeah, man, uh, BBW is a big, beautiful woman. Mr. Organic was like, hell yeah, I got to have it. <laughs> all right, you, you with him on this one? His mouth looked like he glazed. Oh, oh man! Listen, listen. So, a lot of guys, we love BBWs. Um, for Why? one, they're nice. Most of them got good jobs, you know. Um, and the most important thing that probably most of us run into, that pussy be good. BBWs, BBWs got that warm honey bun pussy. Hmm. Like if you had a honey bun, you put it in the microwave for like ten seconds. You take that bitch out mm-hmm. and you eat that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That pussy feel from that BBW. So it's different than a regular. It's a different type of meat moisture on that motherfucker. Oh my goodness, that's just man, man, chill out. Oh, the humanity, man. Oh, that's nice. As you can see, this white ninja's always around a big old mastodon. Ninjas, uh, y'all got the y'all got the worst quality, man. Y'all got the listen. I ain't saying he wrong. I'm just saying, man, y'all got to get control of y'all stuff, y'all here. Because what you're doing is you taking the marketplace and throwing it completely off. All right, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, take your Ozempic. What is it called? Get these ladies to take your Ozempic. 
Nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. Damn, he out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's starving. He's starving out here, bad boy. He can, and he probably cleaning up. Uh, anybody know how tall Mr. Organic is? I think he used to play a uh, little bit of college basketball. All right, he's a tall guy. So, <laughs> I mean, they, I always told you that it's the in shape. What do I always tell you? It's the in shape guys that be out here blowing big old mastodons out. Like the 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 tall black fit guys with muscles, they love overweight women. I'm a, and I've been telling you and telling you and telling you. Those guys, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just telling you. What people perceive is that guy is Chad. He can get any woman he want or Tyrone. He's Tyrone. In your mind, Tyrone only gets baddies. But I've been telling you, Tyrones will bone women with a short arm over here and a long arm over here, and she's overweight. He will tear that up. Mm. Somebody says 6'6", six, six, so he's taller than, what did I say, 6'2"? Six, so he's 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six. and he's a fit guy. He's a muscular guy, I would say. I would describe him as very, very fit. Those guys love overweight women. Love them. You almost, almost never really see them with a, unless you see them in public, they'll be with a fit type of girl. But it is what it is. He said, no, it's bad. I know, but what's, what, what's happening is, because uh, guys will be like, no, nah, I only mess with baddies. I only mess with, but when you don't see them, they got, they got mastodons. They do. And that makes, that makes the sexual marketplace the 80-20 rule, right? That mindset, that ideal that I'm sharing with you proves the 80-20 rule. It proves it. Because ninjas be like, nah, nah, nah. No, it proves it because the eight as a male or the eight, nine, or 10 as a male will fornicate with the three. 100%. Let's go to the next clip. Uh, this is allegedly Kevin Hart's ex-wife. I don't know this to be true. Remember, everything's a skit. This is why it's on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Now, what she's going to talk about is this is his first ex-wife. I think he's remarried to another woman. And this is the woman that, while he was building his career up, she was with him. She's going to talk about what happened to her alimony or child support once they divorced. All right, so I don't know the details. I didn't research it, but I'm only going to listen to what she says here. Here we go. Tell you what I got in okay. my divorce 10 years ago. Okay, speak on it. Uh, 150K. Hey, but he worth like... That, that's it. That was it. That that money was going the first year. Was that like your choice though? Like where like you like, man... I kind of sold the, the, the divorce was a little up you know mm -hmm. they tried to paint me a certain way his attorney i mean i whatever mm -hmm. and i was just like yo like i'm not about to sit here and fight like this because I, I i went on i i could i'm thankful i'm not arrested i jumped up like they had to drag me out so i was like yeah i'm good a two million dollar crib with no child support that shows like you are grinding well i ain't say i ain't getting no child support oh. but i ain't getting no 20k uh, uh, mm -hmm. so when you see like for example like you know there's certain celebrity wives and who get like you know a hundred million dollars Man, I wish you, I was one of those. And I don't even feel like I got what I deserve. Mm -hmm. I, I did not get what I deserve. Of course not. I did not. But if you with your man shooting in the gym and you're really helping and you really got his back and input and all that, then yeah. And it doesn't work out. Give them what they deserve. All right. So the video is highly edited. There's, this looks to be like a long interview. So some details were left out to be able to present it as a 60 second clip. So I don't have all the details on this one. What it sounds like was... <clears throat> She was in there. She's claiming she was in there shooting in the gym. I don't know the context of the relationship. She could have been the manager. I really don't know. 
but she believes that she deserved more. Deserve? Deserve? But I, I, that, I don't understand the deserve. Entitled to, I don't even understand that too, but yeah, there's a law, and it looks like they probably followed the order of law. Okay, they followed the order of law, and he. it sounds like he kind of probably divorced you before he reached his peak. So who filed for the divorce? That's out of context. We don't know. She could have filed for the divorce. And then you divorced him before he blew up. Hey, you lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? You lost on that one. Second of all, it sounds like you if if he filed, if you filed, you took him to court. And it sounds like you acted like a monkey in there and they had to drag you out because you weren't getting your way acting entitled, delusional entitled syndrome. It looks like it looks like uh, you was the one acting a monkey. Looks like you got what you was also going to get. Um, what was it? $150,000. You thought you was getting more acrimony. And now you see him blown up and he's marrying another woman. The woman definitely looks more attractive than her. So that probably bugs her. Doesn't mean she's a better woman because she's attractive, but she's more attractive than her. That probably bugs her. And then she's saying the $150,000 was spent in one year. What did I tell you? They bad with money. So let me, let's just put it like this. She was a, she was a chick hood. Uh, she was a woman from the hood. And let me, let me pull up Kevin Hart's new girlfriend or new wife. Kevin Hart's new wife. Let's see her. Let's see if we can pull her up here. Okay. I do have both. Okay. If anybody can see this right here. So this is the first wife. And this is just me judging. This is the first wife. Okay, not bad. She's short, uh, chunky, roundy. You know, she's sounds a little bit hood. She from the hood, growing up in the hood. Yeah, boy, 1984. Okay, so now here's the second wife. Let me go ahead and pull up the second wife. All right. And again, I, there's a lot of stuff out of context here. You know, there's a lot of talking points that I could describe. But this is the second wife. So he went and married um, Janae Eichel-looking chick, uh, a- Amy Reed-looking chick. So she's more tall, lean, presentable, probably knows how to cooperate, probably trained, probably knows when to speak up and when not to talk. You know, hold up for a second. What's popping up on my screen? Oh, her Instagram pops up. All right, so this is, sec- this is second wife. I mean, there's a stark difference in, in, in presentation, and uh, there's a lot to unpack in there. People are like, oh, you married a gold digger. Okay, th- listen. That's, that's, that's not the point of what I'm talking about. She's a little bit unrefined and raw. The other one's more refined. You know, so there's that. And the second one probably signed a prenup. I'm just going to assume. We're just making a lot of assumptions here. The second one probably signed a prenup after his first divorce experience. Now, what did I always tell you? These women are not good with money. They're not good with money. So she spent up $150,000 of alimony. Of alimony. Now she out here crying. <laughs> right? Like, right? She out here crying. She's out here saying it's not enough. Well, here's the problem what I have with this girl math. So you got an alimony agreement, which you agreed to. You thought was not what you deserve. You got it. You spent it. You're bad with money. Then you also got a $2 million property that you probably still have 
or it might got foreclosed on. You could have sold it. You probably didn't, or by the time you sold it, it's at a loss, or you still have it. That's still worth $2 million. He had to leave that to you, and you're still talking about you deserve. Not only that, the guy says, oh, you ain't getting child support. She says, well, I am getting child support. What are you complaining about? She says, but it's not 20K. Okay, what is it? <laughs> Wait a minute. What is the child support? Is it 5K? Is it 5K plus he pays all this private school tuition? See, dude, you, I, I, what am I going to tell you, man? It doesn't matter if you pay $300 a month in child support or $18,000 in child support. You're going to be on the same deadbeat line as the rest of the men. She's essentially saying, he ain't helping me. I deserve more. She's still mad. What do I always tell you? You can give a woman a best deal of her life and she's going to squander that shit. She's going to squander it and say, it's not fair. How is it not fair? I mean, you're probably getting a good deal here. You could have got nothing. Where were we at here? This is weird for her to be out here doing this. And what I think she's doing, what I think she's doing is that 10 years ago, compared to who Kevin Hart is today, look at his recent successes in the last three years. In the last five years, he's definitely skyrocketed. You could possibly say in the last seven to eight years, his life and career has gotten way better. What she's saying is he's worth way more money now. He's worth way more money now than he was when I divorced him. He was down here. He was down here. I divorced him down here. Now he's up here. What she's saying is I got this settlement when he was down here, but if I divorced him today, I would get way more. Thus, the reason why he's here is because I had him down here. I got him down here and I made him who he was up here. But I divorced him here. But I deserve what he got up here. Mm. Now, let me take a different approach. I'm going to take a different approach. The reason why, okay, you met him down here. You got him to here. You divorced him here thinking that this would be a good money. And it was probably good money at the time. You probably weren't happy. But, but the reason why he's here is because he's not with you right here no more. That's why he's up here. <laughs> the reason why he was able to go from here to here was not because of you. It was because of you. Because if he was still with you, he would be right here. Or he might be even worse. <laughs> so take that into consideration. The reason why he's here now is not because you were with him down here. You didn't get him here. You got him here, and you got off the damn plane. You got off the boat, and that allowed him to go here. So these people are lunatics. They're taking credit. They will take credit for you if you do well. Oh, it's because of me. No, it's because of you. It's because your ass wasn't here no more. Here's a classic sniggle right here. And guys, please do not let this be you. Please do not let this be you right here. Listen to this guy. I'm sorry. But I like women that pay for shit. I'm not going to lie like everybody else. I want some shoes, pay for my haircut. Can you give me a jogger sit? 
What about getting a car in your name? Mm. I'm sorry, but I like women that pay for I'm not gonna lie like everybody else. I want some shoes, pay for my haircut. Can you give me a jogger stick? What about getting a car in your name? Mm. Oh, man. Don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. This is not good. This is not good place to be, guys. Um, as much as I get on these women out here for bringing nothing to the table, please don't be this guy. This is not your aim in life. Guys, living off a broad or a woman, living off a woman is the worst thing you can do. Unless it's Cher or Madonna or Britney Spears, all right, or some bitch like that. Otherwise, you can only go as far as she's capable of going. And most women can't go very far. They don't, they can't go very far. I mean, putting a car in your name, what kind of car are we talking about? So these are the guys like, my girls pay me. Possibly, what could she be possibly giving to you that you could not get on your own? And once you figured out you could get it on your own, you will realize that what she's giving you is subpar at best. And what possibly could she look like? I'm going to tell you what she probably looks like. You know, dudes like this are a disgrace to me, just not even in the romantic part. They're a disgrace because you can't even reach your full potential when you are out here trying to live under a broke broad. I mean, there ain't, yeah, Rihanna, I can see that. Rihanna, ASAP, Rocky, okay, now we talking. But not no broad that work at Walmart. She the general manager at Walmart. You living under that broad. Like, oh, Ninja, how much she possibly going to make in her lifetime? Get the F out of here with that. That's actually, that's, Dude, do not be this guy. I'm not impressed by individuals that say this. Well, you can't get no girls to pay you for nothing. I don't want no girl. Okay, if a woman wants to put a G-Wagon in my name, in her name, now we talking. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm talking about. If she want to put a house in my name, okay, let's talk. Let's talk turkey. She want to buy me a $40,000 watch in my name. Okay. <laughs> all right, now we're talking. Those are things that would take me a considerable amount of sweat equity. All right. And then I know this bitch got good taste at least. Not no goddamn for tempo. Mm. <laughs> right. No, hell no. I ain't, I'm not aiming that low. That's some low hanging ass shit. No way. Hell no. I want trust fund babies or nothing at all. I'll do it all by myself. This is crazy here. Straggle with Sniggle Theater goes on. Apparently, church girl, black church girl, is going to be trending. What's going on here? Let's hear this one. We're not city girls no more. We're not hot girls no more. We're not outside. We're in a church house. And, yeah, ain't nothing sad about it. We're not city girls no more. We're not hot girls no more. We're not outside. We're in a church house. And, yeah, ain't nothing sad about it. All right. And so, uh-oh. All right. We got some sister. You and oh. Oh my mind, these girls is dressing modest. They don't got their titty meat showing. They got their pencil skirts. Okay, sisters. Where these girls at? They somewhere where they don't got no tall buildings around. I see nothing but big sky out there. All right. Wow. All right. They somewhere in the middle of Tupelo, Mississippi. All right, wearing they white. Where your gloves at, sister? Do you believe these girls here? You believe these girls? Thotting on Instagram, church thotting on Instagram. Wait a minute. Here's the she said, we not city girls no more. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. 
You're not city girls no more. I'm like, what that mean? Wait, what that mean? What that means you were a city girl. You repackaging that punani or you just used it as a meme. I don't know about this, y'all. We not city girls no more. We not hot girls no more. We not outside. We in a church house. And yeah, ain't nothing sad about it. Ain't nothing sad about it. And here's what I told you, man. This is all. Listen, I'm just going to take the idea that these girls were city girls and they're now in church. This is all the bait and switch that we tell you about. This is all the idea what's happening is now the economy's kicking their ass. Now they want to look for husbands. Now they want to be good. Now they want to get in a soft girl era. They're, they're fumbling. They're adjusting. And this is also, I told you, a religious awakening. Ninjas will get right with God when they go to jail and they go broke. All right, you get right with God real quick. You start soul searching. So this is what's happening. You're seeing a lot of women now going from this thought era. And Cardi B and now Sexy Red and now Icy Spicy. These girls are annoying to them now. They're like, oh, man. And men are like, we told you. But you open Pandora's box. Now they look at Spicy Red. And they're like, this is too much. Right? They're, this is too much. We've gone overboard. Now they're trying to course correct. This is all an example of course correction. I don't know these girls. They could be really traditional church girls. But I just took the approach of what their meme represented. The background said, we're not city girls no more. All right, but... Let's just say they grew up in the church and they were authentic church girls, which would be hard to find. And they're young. Hopefully they're preparing themselves to be the wives that they need to be for the husband that they should have leading them. Hopefully that they're reading their Bible and they don't have a woman a preacher. All right. That would be the thing. They hopefully they have a man and a father that is training them up to be the wives that they should be. But they did say city girls there. But uh, shout out to them there. I thought that was an interesting meme that or an interesting video that somebody sent me. Okay. I think this is part of, let me see, is this part of the next one? Nah, dude, we got some more straggle and sniggle. Absolutely insane day to day. Insane day to day. All right, woman on live stream asking people for help to pay her car note and being rude to them at the same time. All right, so here we go right here. We have a young sister that's in a bind. I'm in a bind now. And she probably thinking about selling some puss. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. All right, and so let's hear what she has to say right here. She's asking for money on Instagram Live. I'm asking you. I'm asking you, bro. I'm asking you specifically. Can you send me 100 or 200 I can send you five dollars, baby. I don't got two hundred to give you. I don't. I don't want to make up no story. Okay, okay. Send it. Lie, Cindy, because I need help, and they finna send the yeah. rest. They finna send the rest. That's what I'm saying. I need four hundred and fifty dollars total. Yeah, yeah, baby. Like, okay, okay. You gonna get it, I but don't. That. I need all of that. Like, I need all that. I need my carno paid. Like, I need my carno paid. This is not a. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. How would you feel if you needed your motherfucking car no pay and you broke homeless and you poor and you barely could even eat motherfucking every day? You wear the same shit and you be motherfucking stinky and motherfucking funky and hairy. How the fuck would you feel, bitch? Would you be happy? I keep can't cock every day? No. Broke people should not be laughing. Broke people should not be motherfucking laughing. Broke people should never laugh. Okay, Emma, can you help me out with 200 or $100 or 450 the whole 450 Okay, well, why the fuck you coming here then? The fuck? Why did you come in here then? If you wanna go help me, like I'm, I'm confused. Why you gonna come? Why y'all wanna get on my live? Y'all not gonna help me? Look, I need my car. No, I'm asking you. I'm asking you, bro. I'm asking you specifically. Can you send me a hundred or two hundred? I can send you five dollars, baby. I don't got two hundred to give you. I don't. I don't want to make up no story. Okay, okay. Send me. 
Lie. Cindy, because I need help. And they finna send the yeah. res. They finna send the res. All right. And so here you go right here, man. Listen, hey, you know what? Ninjas have been trying to tell us these hoes is winning. And I told you just sit back and wait, young for uh young, what is it? Young uh anyway. Young, young person, young men, just sit back and wait. These hoes is not winning, man. This world is kicking their ass and taking names. And it's not just the women, it's a lot of men too. But a lot of guys were under the impression that the government was going to help them. They also thought that once Biden got in the office, they were going to help them. I told you Biden was gonna, not going to do it. He was going to heel turn on the black people. And he did. Left them hanging high and dry and sent all the money to Ukraine and Israel. All right. So that's exactly what happened. So uh, people were nervous. Men were nervous that, you know, they're never going to need us and they're going to win without us. I'm like, no, they're not. Just keep living. Young grasshopper. Yeah, thank you. Young grasshopper. Keep living, young grasshopper. They, they ain't going to win, right? They're not going to win without you like that. They're going to start begging and pleading and stealing. And there's another example, fixing buying, selling puss, all right? Making they piss out of an ATM. I looked at it as I have an ATM between yep. my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Yep. So I, I told you to do Biden and this is the result of it now. So they now on Instagram begging. They on Instagram begging. Here's another bit of advice right now. I told you guys, no matter how sad their story is, don't let nobody, meaning anybody, or anyone move in your house. That's not just for a bad economy. That's for economy in general. Do not let their sad ass sob story make, let you move them in. Because once they get in there, they have rights. They have rights once they get in there. Once you let them go past 20 or 30 days, they have rights that you cannot evict them. You got to look at your own municipality. I don't care if this is family. I don't care if this is friends. I don't care if this is your baby mama. I don't care if this is a relative. I don't care if you have six bedrooms, three extra bedrooms, a loft, an elevator, a backyard, a mother-in-law's quarters. I don't care what you have. Do not let them move in. Ask gas or cash. And if you got cash, go get you a hotel room. If you got ass and you're a female, we might be able to talk, but not even then. Ask gas or cash. No coworkers, nobody. Do not let them move in. They do not move in. I'm a, I, have a I have a line that I draw. I don't give a shit what your situation is. Go live in your car. There's no exemptions. 30 consecutive days in certain municipalities, you have to evict them to get them out. You have to evict them, meaning you have to go through the court procedure. You can't change the locks on the door. You can't tell them to leave. You can't lock them out. Nothing. They have rights to that place. So I'm just letting you know, do not do it. And if they say they had a bankruptcy, they can't get an apartment, well, that tells you they can't live with you neither. Speaking of don't let them move in, we have a baby mother that is in that predicament as well. Take a look, and this might be a skip. We don't care. But this is allegedly a guy refusing to let his child and his mother stay with him after she was evicted. Yep. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And a lot of guys are going to be put into this predicament here. You have 
your kid hey, though. Hey, your girl come. ain't the reason why your son is having a place hey, to stay. Do you hear so what you I'm mean saying? to tell me? No, do you hear what I'm saying? Nah, you want, you want your saying. son to sleep in a car with a whole bunch of junk in it? He can't even move out in the ghetto, get mugged overnight when you got hey, a crib got with heat. And TVs and heaters and hey, air conditioning they got, they got and, what, and beds and whatever. You gonna tell your son to go to a hotel hey, with my money? I don't know what to All tell you that, but for you, can't you and your mother, when you. your mom didn't have a place all. to stay. You don't. Nah, you see, it's raining. It's cold out here. This well, is your child. Stay in my house when you did all that. This is your child. I'm saying, though. you broke out my windows. You gonna, right. tell, you gonna tell you gonna tell your child he can't stay with you? So why, why don't you tell when you got this? Hey, it don't matter. I want to off my porch right now. Uh, uh, we not. When you have a kid, you can't just pick and choose when you want to take oh, nah, care of it. I'm good. When times get rough. When your kid needs something, that's when you got to step in. You're daddy, okay? Hey, hey, like you don't need I to said, pick and hey, choose you still when you want to be a daddy. You, you still daddy Yeah, man. Hey, that's an easy one. Leave the kid with me. Go figure out your whole damn life, ninja. Get off my porch, you bitch. All right? Let me see here. Get off. Yeah, bitch. And here's the thing about it. If the roles were reversed, somebody mentioned that in the comment section. If the roles were reversed, she wouldn't do that. She would take the kid, send them out into these streets. Definitely she would. And the other thing about it is in this situation, he doesn't trust her. And this is what women don't understand that long term, you're going to need his help before he needs you. And this exact same scenario is playing out. She needs him more than he needs her. But she already, she already has been labeled just untrustworthy. Broke out. He mentioned he broke out um, the, her, her, his, his windows. She's probably took him to court. She's probably restricted access to the child alienated the child and not only that she has the child right in front of her during this conversation which is using the child as a shield because then she could say see your daddy ain't shit and she's using the child to as a piece to be able to beat to get in so this is disrespectful and despicable behavior by the woman and she's gaslighting him get that goddamn thing off my screen hold on for a second uh here we go right here She's using the child as a shield or a bargaining chip to get into the house. And uh, this is how people work, man. It's a sad scenario, but this is what it is, guys. Do not feel sorry for them. Remember, let's go back. No matter how sad their story is, don't let nobody move in your house. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you, you're going to hear stories out here. And they're going to be sad and they're going to be like, well, you you don't care about your kid. No, I don't get off my damn porch. Believe me, it's the best decision you're going to make. You're going to think this is a bad decision. People are going to make oh, you going to have your mother out here. Yep. <laughs> and once you get in there, she's going to get you evicted. <laughs> she's going to get you kicked out. She's going to claim it domestic violence. All right, she's already untrustworthy, so she's going to investigate your stuff. She's going to start stealing. Guys, don't help these people. Don't help them. You got to be cold-hearted out here. All right, that's Dragon and Cynical Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ninjas be like, not even your mom? Hell no. <laughs> what? What world you live in? She could have got a husband. Hey, guys, your mother could get a husband. <laughs> like, y'all just don't even know. Your moms, where your husband at? The fuck? <laughs> Not even my daddy. Uh-uh. 
Ninja, you better go to a nursing home. The hell? What the hell I look like? Do I look like a nursing home? Mom, you can get you a husband. It ain't too late, bitch. Submit. Submit. You know what I mean? These strong and independent, these strong and independent women don't want to submit, but then they want to come up under you. All right, you gotta help me. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> I don't gotta help you. I don't gotta move your ass in here. And she be out here shuffling around in her in her house shoe in her rolls with no with no bra on and shit. Oh, hell no. Nope. Hell no. Nah. Telling you what to do. Hell no. Nah. You know they ain't never going to leave. Hey, look, if you move them in, they never going to leave. Sitting up all on your sofa watching the stories and shit. Hey, uh, General Hospital coming on. You like, man, nah, man, Monday Night Football coming on. I got to watch General Hospital on the DVR. Taking her dentures out and shit, singing and humming. <laughs> Cooking liver and shit all in your kitchen. Your shit smell like chitlins, liver, and salmon. You're like, what the hell going on? <laughs> You're like, mom, you got to go upstairs. I got some girls coming over. I got the junior college coming over. You want me to go upstairs? I can't watch Days of Our Lives on the DVR upstairs. You ain't got no DVD. You won't buy no cable upstairs. <laughs> Cooking liver all in my damn kitchen? Hell no. Nah, mom, you got to go somewhere else. You ain't going living up under me with that bullshit. <laughs> with her bonnet. And then I'd be like, mom, go upstairs. I done told you at 730, they coming through. She getting the attitude. She wait till the girl get at the door. Ding dong, the girl at the door. Come on, mom, get on upstairs. You don't got to rush me. She wait till I get the girl walking in. She come back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, hi, girl. Hi, honey child. She shuffle on to her back ass room. Girl, like, your mama live here? Oh, no, nah, she just staying. <laughs> you like, why are you taking so damn long? Then when after you clap them cheeks, your mama come out after the girl leave. Cling, you leave her. She start her car outside. Your mama outside. She come out her back room. I don't know why you messing with them goofy ass girls, them old frog face ass girls. I don't know why you messing with them white girls. I don't know why you messing with them Asian girls. That girl look trashy. She judging you and shit. She judging you. She like, damn, you wasn't supposed to see her at all. You wasn't supposed to see her at all. Your ass was supposed to be tucked in the back room. Now you judging my girls. Oh, hell no. You got to go. <laughs> Mom cock blocking you. Girl, come over. Hey, man, your girl come over and be like, man, I'm a cook for you. We going to have a romantic night. Here come your mom out the back room. <laughs> oh, hi, y'all. Oh, I don't forgot y'all was here. Scratching under her titty. And then the girl be like, oh, why don't you join us for dinner? We have enough. Oh, don't worry about me, baby, honey, child. I don't need your food. I got me some budget lean cuisines in the refrigerator. And then she go, hmm, 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 <laughs> She start warming up her lean cuisine in the microwave. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Why don't your mother eat with us tonight? I done made us enough food. You like. Mm. Bet, uh, uh, mother Adams, Mother Adams, bet, you sit down with us. You sit down with us and you have dinner with us. Oh, shit. 
Now Mother Adams all sit there in her robe and her bonnet eating dinner with us, having fun. Oh, boy. I, lo- I miss company. I miss social hour. All right, it's good to be around good people. You looking like... <laughs> you like this bitch. You looking at your mama like... Back in your country. And then the girl see you. Oh, you don't like your mama? You don't like your mama? I thought you was the type of girl that I thought you loved your mama. You like, I, yeah, I do. But uh, she knows she wrong for this shit. Like, <laughs> Damn, why you treat your mama like that? <laughs> why you treat your mama like that? She a good woman. She a good hearted woman. And you treating her like this. You treating her like dirt. I'm starting to question your behavior. <laughs> now your girl judging you over how you treat your mama and your mama freeloading. You like, oh, God damn. <laughs> Just, yo. mm. I know you ain't hate your mama. Man, I'm telling you, man, this shit is wild as hell, man. This is wild as hell. I'm warning you, ninjas. If you're a guy and you're over 40, do not move your mama in. Ninja, save some money, rent her an apartment, rent her an apartment. This is why you got to get your bag up. You got to get your bag up. Do not move her in. (laughs) Shout out to Roderick Miller with the co-sponsorship. He said, folks, going back to church. Them girls going back to church, they won't need that holy waller. Holy waller on you. Yes, indeed. Yo, man, it's a cold world out there. Thank you for the co-sponsorship. Did I get, uh, let me check the PayPal, man. He said, I got a basement. The thing is, you can't control that person. They Alzheimer's kick in. They old timers, Alzheimer's kick in. They come upstairs naked. (laughs) You're like, whoa, this is crazy, man. This is crazy. (laughs) Shout out to no government name says, Good morning, coach. Speaking of dating is dead this past week at the JUCO. I was uh, with the set of sisters on a special occasion. I ran into both of them at the club. After being shocked, they laughed it off and high-fived each other. If it were regular girls, it would have been chaos, but they received a fistful of 20s from me. I hit the bottom because one of them was trying to leave with me. Fellas, it's better over here indeed. So you ran, you was with them at the JUCO and uh, you ran into them at the club. <laughs> Yo, it's a wild, it's an evil, evil world we live in out here. People don't realize that the double dipping and the spectrum is real. Let me catch the super chats and we'll get back to the show. Hit the like button. Are we out of a thousand likes? Oh shit, we are. Congratulations, man. All right, give me like 300 more. We got Wisdom Vision Productions. I got you already. Clifford Charles says it. I find it funny. He's kissing BBW's ass to a BBW host. He's definitely clapped her cheeks. As an anesthesia professional, make sure she has a pulse and a good heart for the dirty deed if she's overweight. Uh-oh, man, boy, check her heart. You got to check girls' hearts out here? Oh, boy. Man, that's too much out here. But you do got to, as an anesthesia professional, definitely check their heart before you give them the medication, before you get them that propofol. Or hit that bottom. L Boogie. Women definitely lie by omission. You have to be a critically thinking man to really P 
pick up on it. He says, my girl would explain things and intentionally leave out key bits of context to make herself look better and or innocent. And when we say these things, we don't say them to be negative. We say them to protect men. And somebody said, my mom lives with me. Listen to coach. He is correct. Thank you, brother, for that. Um, but uh, here's the deal when I uh, with and here's a here's a key bit when it comes to women and the stories they tell as a as a means of proof and evidence. Have you ever heard a story of a woman telling a story about how they said something snarky or they told someone off or they cussed someone out? Inevitably, that shit will be a lie. All right, so they'll tell the story, which will be true. The situation will be true. Now. The order of events will be off. And what will happen is she will act like the entire time she had command of the conversation. So something happened and she told the person off immediately. And then there was a response and she told him off, response, told him off. And I let him say this and I told that mother sucker that and I did this and I said that. That shit going to be way off. It ain't not how it happened. Okay. Now, some of that is what she wished she said. In context, what she wish she would have said. But it, it's going to seem like it's a movie script. She said, he said, she said. But it ain't going to be anywhere close to that. It ain't going to be anywhere close to that. It's going to be what she wish she said. What someone else said. She might have co-signed it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the cuss out probably looked like she cussed a person out. But she was walking 50 feet away. She was walking away cussing them out. She didn't tell it to them in their face. Or after she said it in that person's face, she immediately turned and walked off. You ever see women do that? They, they avoid physical confrontation. So they'll say what they say and be halfway turning away, walking away, running. <laughs> right? In their world, their, their events happen slow to them. Things start slowing down. So it seems like it took 15 minutes of cursing them out, but it really was like two seconds. And they was halfway across the parking lot before they start. <laughs> They start cussing people out. I, I notice these things because I be around women all the time. I grew up with women. I've had lived with women. I've worked with women exclusively almost, and I've dated. And they, they, they ain't telling nothing. They ain't telling, they ain't telling anything true about that part. Yep, they say something and scurry the hell off. And another thing, and you, you go do this, and another thing, and they skirt. They get the hell up out of there. It'll be quick. <laughs> And then they be over there trying to tell you, and I said this, and I said that. They lying. They, that's not how it went down. And that's another lie. And people call them little white lies, but they really important lies. They're important for you to understand that they've, they've uh, embellished, they've exaggerated details, they've made things out of order. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Anyway. <laughs> And then they forgot the part where they was crying. Yeah. Yep. He said, then they start crying in the corner. They forgot that part. They forgot when they were cussing the other person out that they were in tears. They was in full tears. And I cussed them out. But it probably looked like this. And you, another thing about you. Their hand was shaking. All right. And another thing I just want to tell you. And they crap. And I was They was in full tears. And when they got in the car. <laughs> but when. But when they with you, they telling you they was cussing them. <laughs> they was hyperventilating. Their voice was high pitched. You couldn't understand what they were saying. You were like, hey, 
I think you're cussing me out, but your voice is so high-pitched and you're so enraged, I don't know what you're saying. So when they get back and tell you that they cuss somebody out, the other person don't even realize they were cussed out. The other person, the other person listened to her, her cussing them out like this. What that mean? <laughs> the other person don't even feel cussed out. You like, uh, ma'am, can I get you a ice pack? Can I get you something to calm down? Can I get you a secrets? Can I get you something to relax your mind and let your conscience be free? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right. Anyway, and that's 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 them cussing you out. And so they talking big and bad shit over here. Hey, ladies are probably watching this crying right now. You know, I ain't lying. <laughs> you know, I ain't lying. <laughs> All right. Yo, it's crazy. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, this is an example of these lies that they like to exaggerate and embellish. Anyway, shout out to Wisdom Vision Productions says, I don't even like my family and friends buying me things, let alone a woman. He says, be the man who spreads wealth, not guys waiting for it. There is no free. As a man, everything she buys you is on a loan. Facts. Facts. Yeah, man, I, I don't even want people to buy me gifts. I'm not that guy. I'd rather give. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, here we go right here. Shout out to Larry Porter says, this is a ninja going straight. Wait, there is a ninja going through this right now at my apartment complex. He says he had the cops there last night and they told him it was a civil matter. Guys, look, don't move them in. Police can't help you. Now, if the roles were reversed, they would throw you out or they would basically say, give up your rights. Hey, man, just leave and make it better for everybody. And so this is when men say they got screwed because what happens is judges, attorneys, police officers, any, any authority figure like that, when the man is the one being thrown out, when the man is the one, just, hey, man, listen, I know, I know you have a right to the place, and I know this is screwed up, and I know she bugging, but, you know, just, just leave. Just walk out and, you know, why put up with this mess? But if it's a woman about to get thrown out and she's holding down, and uh, this happened with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's uh, ex-wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, did the same thing. She held up fort. She didn't leave. She said, I refuse to leave until a judge threatened her that she had to leave. And then she finally was like, okay. He had to go through the full civil process to get her to leave. Now, you, they'll talk you out of your rights. Just, just. And then when you leave and then you realize you lost, this happens in marital homes In marital homes, because what will happen is you're going through a divorce, but you're like, I don't want to leave because I'm going to lose access to the property. I'm going to lose my kids. But then the woman will gaslight you, cause an event, call the, call the police and they'll tell you to leave. And I'll be like, well, I want, I don't want to leave because I have my rights. I don't worry about all that, man. Cause look, you're just going to be back here every night. Just, just leave and make it easy for yourself. Then you leave. And she'll be in the court talking about you abandoned the house. You left them there. And then 80 days later, by the time you see the judge, Ninja, you lost rights to the house. They like, you left. You moved into another place. That ain't your house anymore. Just, just be the bigger person. Just be the bigger man. Just do the right thing. Yeah, but you're like, but my rights. Oh, man, just, just be the bigger man. Just be the bigger man.
and then they set your ass up smooth. Now your house is gone. Oh, they're like, well, you haven't lived there for 80 days. Obviously, you didn't want it. So she gets the house. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm telling you, man, you guys got to watch out for these people. They are out here uh, holding you to a higher standard. But your higher standard often means you lose your rights. The higher standard means doing the right thing, not the lawful thing. Just do the right thing. Just, But it's, it's, it's not you actually waiving your rights. Just show up to court. Even though you didn't get served, just show up. Just just show up. Hey, um, they're asking for all of your documentation so they can determine all of the money you make and piece it together and punish you via the child support calculator. You'll be like, well, I don't have to give them shit. Uh, just, just, just bring them the records. Just bring them your just bring them your information. Bring them all of your bank accounts. Bring them five years of your statements. Give them all your income. Just just do the right. Just just make it easy for them. You like, hell no. I ain't giving them shit. It's my right. That, no, I'm not giving them nothing. They're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to subpoena all this shit. Right? Oh man, you know, they're going to hold it against you. What they going to hold against me? What? They go, by the time they subpoena all the documents, they're they going to have what they need and they're just going to punch it in the calculator. <laughs> like what? They're, uh, police officers will do this, man. Just, just, just tell us the truth and we'll try to work out a deal. Wait a minute. So I have my Miranda rights. <laughs> I actually am going to snitch on myself and then you're going to help me out. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> right. Here we go. Wait a minute. That ain't going to happen. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, so you want me to just snitch on myself, tell you where the bloody glove is, the knife, tell you my exact location? <laughs> the fuck? Again, what they're doing is making you violate your own rights. Just just violate your own rights. Nah, F all that, ninja. I got rights. <laughs> right? No, man, listen. Always uphold and stand up on your rights. Because they're not going to help you. They're there to make their job easier. Make our job easier. Snitch on yourself. <laughs> You're like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and then you snitch on yourself, and you know what? You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. You're not going to feel good. You're not going to feel good for snitching on yourself. You're going to sit in there rotting away for 10 years thinking about, I shouldn't have snitched. I shouldn't have waived my rights. The first time you meet your public defender or lawyer, they're going to look at you like you crazy. Ninja, you did what? Don't you realize you got rights? See, ninjas don't think they got rights. You think you don't got rights, and you think doing the right thing means that you're doing the right thing. Nah, ninja, you got rights whether you're innocent or guilty. Protect yourself. Don't look out for nobody else when you're being wronged. Look out for number one, uno, primo, solo, <laughs> all right? You, he says the number one, number one, look out for yourself when either shit is going right or wrong at all times. Don't, don't worry about nobody else. Don't worry about nobody else. Look out for you. The, the world wants you to always fall on the sword. The world wants you to always take the L. The words world wants you to always give up your rights and they will frame it as you're doing the right thing. You're going to find out real fast that you've done the wrong thing. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 
you're gonna feel like a big old goofy ass dummy you big dummy don't fall for it i just just no just nothing ninja <laughs> right do what i'm supposed to get anyway cj says uh it's better to get a second job do overtime or pick up shifts than let a bitch move in just to save money facts 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 a woman says hey i want to move in i'm gonna save all this money for rent no you're not i'm just letting you know you're gonna go way past your budget after two months last couple and i'm gonna get back to the show u.s army retire says on the subject of not letting your girl move in remind the fellas don't let their mail be delivered at the address and do not let them get an id or a driver's permit using your address facts if, if they have a mailbox key, if they so much as has a letter sent to them through the mail, they live there. If they have a tenant that believes that that, that actually happened to a neighbor of mine where um, I swore he had a woman living there and I don't think he does anymore. She left quiet. She left quietly. And it was only because I actually was dealing with them and I actually bumped into him at another location. He was talking about dating. And I was like, I could have swore there was a woman living with you. But they must have fought, fell out. She must not live there anymore. And um, but in this situation, if a neighbor has been asked, "Hey, do you do you know that couple that lives next door?" and I say, "Yeah, there's a couple that lives there. There's a woman that lives there for sure. I've seen them. She lives there. That's all they need is to another person to assume that the other person lives there. Yep, they're a couple. I thought they were married." He introduced me as his, as that's his wife or his fiance. And yep, I haven't seen her in a couple months, but they live there. That's it. <laughs> she lives there. So then you got to talk. I think um, this was the case with uh, XQC in that uh, Millie Mouth uh, Gordita. So you got residents around you that can establish that that person is believed to have lived there. That person receives mail. They have a key to your apartment or house. They have a key to the mailbox. They live there. All right? It's crazy. All right, look. I think I got those uh, caught up. Nah, JC says, Coach, I'm not a city boy no more. I'm delivered. Shout out to you. Let's get on with the show here. And I'm here to teach. I'm here to teach. I don't want you guys to get caught up. And no, you're not going to save money when you move in with a woman. All of, the, all of the money, all of the money that you saved is going to Amazon. <laughs> and Sephora is going to Amazon Prime. Sephora is going to dates, is going to food. Because this woman's like, oh, I eat kale. I'm on a diet. I'm a vegan. Soon as you move in, she's going to be eating Johnson sausages. She's going to be in there cooking, uh, shopping at Costco. She's going to be in there like, we had extra money in account. That money going to get eaten up. It's not, you're not saving a damn dime out here. So don't believe you're going to save rent by having a move in, woman move in. The capacity is going to go up. Anyway, if we're being honest, this woman right here is a woman that I featured on the show before. And she's gone viral. I would say uh, quite viral for this. And uh, let me see here. This is a woman here, this Ling Ling. You might remind her. I'm going to remind you who she is. This woman here. You can see her right there. Let me give her theme music. <laughs> there it is right there. Yeah. Um, and then um, 
the purpose of me showing this video, she's saying something that people are taking a very interesting take. I kind of agree with what she's saying here, but people are taking it wrong. This was the woman who said because of postpartum depression or because she just had childbirth, she's not ready to have sex. And she wants her husband to wait for her to, to feel good enough to have sex. Now, I broke that video down, and of course, her husband's black, and he was like, yeah, I'll wait for her when she's ready. Okay, so I don't know if you remember that video. Not everybody watches everything that I do, but that was the video that I broke down. Now they have another video going around, and this is the video, and we'll break it down right here. Here we go. Could you ever cheat on me? Absolutely. That's why I don't make dumb decisions, like talking to guys one-on-one -on -one or hanging out in like compromising situations I'm a human being you're a human being and I, i'm sorry babe i don't know if this is hard for you to to hear but everybody is absolutely capable of infidelity in the right slash wrong circumstances oh, okay. that's why boundaries are so important you're never going to see me in a situation even if people think i might be too strict i don't care because i'm not taking that chance Amen. i'm not putting myself in a position to even be close to a position to potentially fall to temptation i'm going to keep it a hundred because anyone is capable of cheating, but I will not be cheating on you. Excellent. I love that. I love you. All right. And so they're lovey-dovey right now. So um, uh, there it is right there. So remember the previous video we saw of them, and I, I should have pulled it up for reference. But the video was basically, hey, um, he's going to have to wait till I'm ready to have sex or intimacy because I just had a child. And he was like, I'll wait for years. I'll wait for two years if it need be. Now, this is the second video here that we've seen where she's saying, yep, I'll cheat on you. But the context is actually she's what she's saying is right. Because this woman is um, an older mother. She's an older mother. She's certainly well past 35. And so the guy that she's with is a Hail Mary buzzer beater ass. That's you, Ninja. And that's you. All right, this is not a young lingling. This woman is older. She probably established. She might be a gynecologist or an obstetrician or whatever the hell they call them, OBGYN. This woman's already established. This woman had already been in these streets. And that's She didn't been on a carousel. All right, now she packed it in with a That's You Ninja. And that's Let's you. just be honest about this. So this is what happens when you get an experienced woman. She's experienced. And she's already been uh, in these streets and all of that stuff. In these streets. All right, so she's reformed. She's repackaged herself. And the ninja fell right for the bait. And that's Very you. typical. Very typical. Now she got her Hail Mary buzzer beater, baby. And now she's saying, look, I, with my maturity or my age, I know that I, if I put myself in predicaments, I could be vulnerable to cheating because. Yeah, that brother's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> because I know. Now, some women who are younger, they don't know this. So they'll say, well, what's wrong with me going to girls' nights out? What's wrong with me? They'll use those things to say, I would never cheat. You could trust me and then come back after they go to Cabo and get train ran on them Trang. all right then they come back apologizing or they got to come back like oh i feel bad i cheated on my guy well she's saying the opposite i actually agree with her she's saying i know that if i put myself in a position to cheat that i could cheat so that's the funny thing about it is she right and a lot of people can't take it a lot of people are like mad and frustrated, but what she's saying is absolutely right. It sounds dumb. It sounds wild, but that is the right take. 
Because what people will say to you is, well, I'll never cheat. Never say never, right? Never say never. You can't tell a person that they'll never cheat or not. You never know. The right opportunity might come up. I think it's foolish to say I will never cheat. I think it's better to say I won't put myself in a position to cheat. That's more honorable in my, in my, in my opinion. That's more honorable. Because saying you wouldn't never cheat is not true. And that's been proven wrong way too many times. Even putting yourself in a position to do it is wrong. It's wrong. Even putting yourself in a position many times is wrong thing to do. So people say, I have restraints. I have good, good decision-making. And ladies, I'm going to ask you something. If you say you have good decision-making and you're a single mother, well, you already proven yourself wrong. Your decision-making is already faulty. If you got married and then you file for divorce, your decision-making is faulty as hell. So you're already untrustworthy already right off the rip. Then you want to tell me about your decision-making skills and capacity. Well, shit, you already a single mother and divorcee? Gee. Nope. How the hell you got good decision-making? You already picked a bad man to begin with. Let's stop. But I like what she says here. I like, I like what she says. A lot of people are missing the context. They're saying, wow, she's unfaithful. Ninja, all women can be unfaithful. It just takes the right person. But saying I'm never going to cheat is definitely uh, allowing yourself to be put into situations that are questionable and say, well, I didn't cheat. I just kissed him and we just made out and I really didn't do. And he just bought me drinks and he just talked to me. He just showed me attention. He just showered me with every, but I really didn't suck his paws. I really didn't fornicate with him, so it wasn't cheating. I like what she says here. Although I disagree with her first video, this is absolutely true. Now, he's still probably going to lose out on this one. Could you ever cheat on me? Absolutely. That's why I don't make dumb decisions, like talking to guys one-on-one or hanging out in like compromising situations. I'm a human being. You're a human being. And I, I'm sorry, babe. I don't know if this is hard for you to to hear but everybody is absolutely <laughs> capable of infidelity in the right slash wrong circumstance man dude that dude she hit the nail on the head she's right she's dead ass right she's dead right <laughs> she ain't dead wrong she's right i agree and if you really did care for your partner you wouldn't put yourself in these situations putting yourself in these situations and saying well just trust me is not gonna work this actually is the right approach She's right. I appreciate this. Now, uh, a lot of guys hurt ass feeling ninjas is going to be like, well, a woman's supposed to ninja when in the world has saying a woman's supposed to do actually worked out. And somebody said she's speaking from experience facts. Somebody just said that that's a fact. She already done cheated in a, in a previous relationship. This is, this is powerful because she's an older woman. So she already knows that if she does go to girl trip, girl nights out, that she does put herself in that situation, she knows either through herself or her friends that it's, it could be on and popping. Mm. Guys, sex only takes 15 minutes tops. Agreeing to have sex in a good mood, it's not like an hour or two. You can sit there and deliberate. You're in the throes of passion. It happens. But putting yourself in that situation constantly actually demonstrates bad judgment, not good judgment. 
it actually demonstrates bad judgment. So I think she's right on this one. Oh, okay. That's why boundaries are so important. You're never going to see me in a situation, even if people think I might be too strict. I don't care because I'm not taking that chance. Amen. I'm not putting myself in a position to even be close to a position to potentially fall to temptation. I'm gonna- yep, temptation, man. Temptation's a mother sucker. So when you're sober, you'll say one thing, but when you're drunk, you'll say another. Same thing as when you're horny or you're tempted. You could say you're not going to do something, but temptation's gone. She already knows. Um, somebody says she's already cheated. This woman's already old. All right, you know Ninja's going to scrape up an old bitch and then claim that he got the prize. And that's you. All right, so this is an older woman. This woman's well in her 40s, got a buzzer beater baby, probably an IVF-ass test tube-ass baby. This is just me uh, speaking as an evaluation. I'm not saying this is accurate. I'm just describing what I'm possibly seeing here. But, uh, yeah, and so she already knows what she is. She already knows she can't mess this up. She probably on her second marriage, maybe third. She can't mess this one up. Guys, she cannot mess this marriage up. She can't. Because if she does, she's going to be single forever. Who going who to um, babysit the kid? Because this ninja probably, she probably makes more than him. I'm just assuming. I'm making a lot of assumptions here. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Lots of old women having kids these days. Yeah, this is selfish decision-making. Selfish. Look, nobody, no kid deserves a parent that is 55, 60 when the kid is 10. No kid deserves their parents to be 68 years old when they graduate from high school. This is some selfish bullshit. No, no kid deserves that if it had a parent die second year, sophomore year in college. Nobody like... Ring the bell. Both parents going to be dead as gone by the time they graduate college. Ninja, this is selfish shit. Selfish ass people out here trying to trying to be God. Ninja, 70 years old. Daddy, 70 years old, watching kids cross the straight, the, the high school graduation state. This is selfish as hell. Ninja, say, your parents, you ain't never going to be grandparents. You ain't never going to be grandparents. If you do, you're going to be slobbing in the corner. And your grandbaby, they're going to try to, you want to hold your grandbaby? You slobbing in the corner. Like, you literally ain't never going to be grandparents. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just bad right here. You ain't never going to be grandparents. You ain't never going to hold your grandchild. You're never going to push your grandchild on the swing. What the hell are we doing? You're going to be up on your walker. Grandkid want to be pushed on the street. Man, please, shitting on yourself. Ninja, they're going to have to change your grandkids, diapers, and your diapers at the same time. Like, what kind of selfish shit is this? <laughs> All right, yo, you guys right here. <laughs> yo, man. Listen, both people, the kid pissing on himself, you pissing on yourself. Like, man, come on, man. We got to start being honest with these people. It's just getting out of control. God did not intend this. I'm saying both parents. Look, look, if if there's one old parent and one young parent, okay. But you got both of y'all old as hell? No, nah, man. This ain't this is not what nature intended. <laughs> I do have strong opinions. I'm letting you know. All right, if this is the first time watching me, and if it is, hit the hit the hit the like button. 
Oh my lord, this is crazy. Let's go here. Uh, this is a woman here. See, I'm gonna replay this video, but uh, if we were if we were being honest, and mature women age. Okay, women are like flowers. What do they look like when you get a bouquet of flowers? Most beautiful thing on the planet. What do they look like one week later? Disgusting. While men mature, men are like trees. What do trees look like decade after decade? They look the same. It's still a man's world. Yep, it's still a man's world. Like I said, if a 64-year-old man was walking with a 29-year-old woman, nobody's going to blink. But if a 64-year-old cougar was walking with a 29-year-old woman, everybody, they'd be saying to him, Hey, dude, what are you, crazy? What are you doing? John Henry was 70 years old. 70 years old. He was on the cover of People magazine. Sexiest man alive. You name me one 70 year old woman that would ever be on the cover. Sexiest woman alive. I'm telling you, men, men mature women age. I like the um, idea of that when I don't think I've heard it put quite like that way. But that's actually one of the things that people hear. M women mature faster than men. We've debunked that theory. Once they sexually develop or start receiving sexual attention, their maturity often stunts and goes off a cliff until that sexual maturity is no longer there. Meaning that, um, you know, either they don't have the ability to fertilize a healthy egg or um, they, they, they start to lose their physical appearance on the outside. Now we've actually, you know, extended that out with the miracles of modern science and perversion. Guys will bang grannies. Guys are exposed to naked older women and they'll bang them. So with that being said, the maturity is stunted until almost infinity. With men, though, they say women mature faster than men, but we actually catch up and we far exceed them. This is very typical. This is in general. This is not specific to your experience. Just because you're around hood and just that eat pork rinds and drink grape soda all day and you know, try to live off of you. That's what you're around. I'm not talking about that. That's not the normal world. And men mature women age. I love that. That That's the truth. That is the truth. I love it. I'm sorry I had to play that music in the background, but that's a great description. Men mature women age. And you young ninjas, your value is not when you're young. It's not. You're actually dumber when you're, you're more malleable in being able to be manipulated when you're younger. In fact, you're pro probably prone to marriage because you can't get available sex when you're younger. You're prone to do a dumber thing when you're younger. Once you mature, that's when you're able to thrive in the world financially. Not only that, stability-wise, not only that, leverage-wise, and options. And one of the mistakes women are making, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to keep repeating this. The mistake you're making is assuming that the same men you deal with at 24 are going to be the same men at 32. Right? So they're saying, I'm going to live my 20s up, and then I'll get married when I'm 30. Well, a man that's 24 with significantly less leverage, nothing really to his name, and he's not getting consistent intimacy or sex. He just wants a woman and he wants to impress her so bad. That man will marry you at the drop of the hat. For at just as little as getting consistent sex. That's all it takes. That's all it would take. Just keep rewarding him. Keep encouraging him. I believe in you. All right. We'll build something. I'm going to give you. That guy will run through a brick wall. He'll protect you. He'll. 
He'll he'll drop down on bending knee right now. The guy that gets to 36, 40, he already knows what he's going to lose if he marries you. He can see it. It's in his hand. The 24-year-old got nothing in his hand. He's leveraging nothing. So when he says you're going to lose half, he don't know what that is. Half of what? I don't see nothing. A man that's 36, I see it. I'm going to lose my time, peace. I'm going to lose whatever I built up. A guy that's 44, he already knows. He, he, 44 and 50, he can see clearly what he's about to lose. So sex ain't going to sway him. He's already had enough sex, right? He's already had plenty. So he can see it, and the sex ain't going to make him change his mind. At 22, he don't see nothing, and he's getting sex consistently. He'll marry you right now. Mm. <laughs> he's like, lose half of what? There's nothing. Okay, I'm going to lose half my shit. Oh, no, I don't want that. So as a man ages, he starts accumulating and being realizing what he's going to lose, and he's also had enough sex to realize that, that, that um, it ain't no much different than the next woman. It ain't no much different than the next woman. So uh, that's the mistake that I hear women making when they say, I'm going to live my 20s and then 30s look to settle down. Then they end up saying, What happened? Where did all the men Right? Why, why aren't men committing at 32, 34? Because they already didn't bang enough puss to realize that puss ain't that special. <laughs> and they already kind of building up enough to realize they don't want to lose this. Yeah, man. I think if they listen to me, they'll actually start making good decisions. Let's get the Tyrese clapping back, and then we're almost to the main event here. Tyrese clapping back at the video of his ex-wife going viral, speaking about her having bad people in her ear, making the bad decision to file for the divorce. I had my opinions on the video, but Tyrese is going to give you another opinion. Let me play the video. I'm sure there's an advert. Nope, there's no advert. Sometimes yes, there is an advert. Falling asleep. God dang. All right, so uh, let me see here. It's going to give me a skip option here. Shout out to World Star. I'm giving you some AdSense right now. But uh, Tyrese had some very, very, very interesting things to say about his ex-wife. Um, hold on. Look, man, I was not going to respond to this video of my ex that's now gone viral. She is loving it. Congratulations, you went viral again over something else that you said because you're trying to build up your YouTube page and get your followers up. Listen, man. I do not understand why people are following that woman. But Ninja, I, I've already gave up on men a long time ago. But Ninja's is really falling for her okie doke. I'm really shocked, but I'm not shocked at men, specifically black men. Black men are the worst simps out here, bar none. Bar none. With the worst relationship record on history. With the worst marriage relationship record in the history of the world. These ninjas want to live in dream world until they can't. Hey, black men, black women don't belong to you. When you going to realize it? These black ass simps will follow any woman to the edge of the earth, to the ends of the earth. Believing her. Oh, you different. And dragging Tyrese in custody court right now. I cannot stand these black ass simps. All right, they crazy because they'll follow a woman. Y'all following Pearl. Shout out to Pearl and shout out to Samantha Lee. 
as content creators, I respect you. All right. But at, at the end of the day, ninjas always living on some hope. Ninja, y'all records out here. Your, your marriage record is a disaster. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Y'all the least married, most divorced. Disastrous. Can't get your girl in check. Can't slap your grandmama or your mama like uh, the three stooges. You can't even keep your daughter or your mama in check. Y'all ninjas are, are a disgrace. All right, but anyway, that's what I have to say about you guys following Samantha Lee. All right, anyway, right here. Disgraceful. All right, but anyway, let's get into it. Listen. And might I add, following pearly things, but listen, I, I'm cool with Pearl, so this is no diss to her. But y'all did just, let me, let, me, let me stop before people consider that a diss. I'm not dissing her. I'm just saying. Let's continue. If you had people in your ear that influenced you into leaving your husband and your one-year-old child, your innocent one-year-old child, we both were divorcee kids, grew up in toxic environments, torn in between our old family, new family, stepfather, stepmother. That's a life that we both lived. And you packed up a one-year-old, put a COVID mask on top of the rain cameras, and I was literally in an airplane on my way home to fight for my marriage and my family. You're heartless. All right. Uh, Tyrese is a little long-winded, like myself. We come from Gen X. All right, so now he has an opportunity. So I do agree with him speaking out against this one because she invited the conversation, called her heartless. All right, shout out to you. None of your friends recognize you. This is all about money. Yep. If you had friends in your ear, you're lying, you're gaslighting, you're playing. The only person that was in your ear was your mama. Her all right, monster-in-law. Her name is Patricia Randolph. You didn't have people in your ear. The amount of people that was supposedly in your ear, you also had a whole lot of people like Aventer Gray, Taffy Dollar, Creflo Dollar's wife, who married us. You had a whole lot of people in your ear telling you that you're about to do something stupid, impulsive, and y'all are actually not going through anything that would make you want to leave your husband. All right, so that, that's a good point right there. He... You need to stop naming people's names, Ninja. They didn't ask to be in this conversation. All right, but he liked to name people's names. Um, but he's right now. He's giving you the side that, that she's not putting out there. She's trying to act like she's a victim. And uh, you guys are going to fall for it. He's like, nah, man, you had just enough good people trying to tell you to not do it, and you still did it. And you did it in a criminal way, essentially stole from me. Um, let's continue. This is his story. Let's go even further. When Aventer Gray and Pastor John Gray were having their own marital issues at the time, you arranged a therapy session with Aventer Gray at our house. This ninja like throwing other people's business out in the air in these streets, man. Hey, Lance, stop naming other people's names and putting a business out here. But uh, he said they went through therapy session and uh, yeah, with some people who, you know, I don't know. I guess it didn't work. And when she walked out of her therapy session, she walked into the foyer where the bumblebee is, and there was 50 boxes with like they were having their own marital issues at the time. You arranged 
a therapy session with Aventer Gray at our house. And when she walked out of her therapy session, she walked into the foyer where the bumblebee is, and there was 50 boxes with like seven or eight people there packing up all the shit to leave the house. And I was in an airplane on my way home to try and fight and save our marriage. All right. So in the story, you guys know that he's explained it. She's saying, look, people tried to prevent you from leaving and you still did it. And let me just I just want to remind you, this woman is dragging Tyrese for twenty thousand dollars a month in child support. OK, and dragging this ninja and y'all simping on her over online. It is the most disgraceful act of the so-called manosphere um, that I've ever seen. It is the most disgraceful, and it tells me that men have too much hope out here. Men have too much hope. You will watch people like me and be like, oh, this is too much. And then you will go with a woman dragging this ninja across the court like a dirty-ass mop, the stringy-ass dirty mop, and you'll be over there like, man, yeah. Ah, man, it's disgraceful. Let's go ahead and talk about it real quick. Disgraceful. So if you had people in your ear at the time, they must be still in your ear because you're still trying to get $20,000 a month for a five-year-old. You make $160,000 a year on your own. This is all a game. You're clout chasing. You're something that I don't even know. A simple woman, not into materialistic things, don't, want, don't care about fame and mansions and popularity. All right, You're everything that you told me and all of your friends and loved ones that you wasn't. If you wanted to be famous, boo-boo, that's all you had to say. All right, and he's now bringing in a potential uh, jealousy factor. Um, a jealousy factor that does exist in marriages. I think now he's saying Tyrese was way too more famous then she, want, she wanted to be famous. And she could not be famous under Tyrese. This is the point he's bringing up. And yes, this unhealthy competition does exist in partner marriages. When a woman sees herself equal or above you, she's going to, and you're doing better, <clears throat> sorry, better than her in parenting, better than her in recognition, community organizations, better to her in employment, better to her in status. She's going to figure out how to compete with that. That happened to Emmett Smith as well. So Emmett Smith, I did a video a long time ago. His wife wanted to divorce him, blindsided him, and she wanted to be all up on, in the videos. She wanted to start doing her business and getting her recognition. This also happened to um, Bill Gates. New, 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 new world order. This also happened to Bill Gates. So Bill Gates, Melinda, Melinda Gates, was, I believe, an administrator or a secretary when Bill Gates married her. Then I showed you the progression where she wanted to do more and more for the foundation. She wanted to write a paragraph in the, in the foundation letter. Then she wanted a whole page. Then she wanted her own letter. <laughs> right? It was like, yo, bitch, you was a secretary when I met you. All right, but uh, let's continue with this here. You didn't have to play this game that you wasn't. Now you are here playing on single mothers and their emotions playing on women that are actually in abusive relationships and fucked up marriages that are toxic and dark and dysfunctional. That's not what, what, what that was. You think I would have a song entitled? Yeah, people are saying Michelle Obama. That happened with Michelle Obama as well. Hillary Clinton's another one, but 
Hillary Clinton's relationship was already established as that. But um, she was already kind of the front runner. But Michelle Obama as well. Dude, I don't think you ever loved me if I didn't really feel that way. You think I would have a song out called Love Transaction if I didn't realize that it was never love, it was just a transaction? This shit is about money. Well, you stole that from me, Tyrese. But anyway. You've hired three law firms trying to fucking suck me dry. I'm approaching a million dollars in legal fees. So this is what I don't get. Like, how are y'all listening to this woman? Literally giving relationship advice. And the, the, the advice that I see her giving, although it is always snippets, I always see a snippet and it comes across. The advice she's giving is literally counter to what she's doing, which is weird. Now, again, it's only snippets, but it's literally counter to what she's doing. While she's giving you this advice and telling women what they need to be doing, she's and she's telling what women need to be doing, being submissive and being a holy woman and prepare. She's I'm preparing myself for my next marriage. She literally simultaneously is making Tyrese pay a million dollars in attorney fees and trying to get in court currently concurrent <laughs> dude this is the mind mind boggling concurrently while she got you ninjas hoping she's concurrently dragging Tyrese that is unbelievable that is the most unbelievable come up on in YouTube since Derek Jackson but ninjas are pathetic like because her audience is mostly ninjas so it is. That's why I'm calling y'all out. It is pathetic. And we had a prenup. You already tried to ask me to come back. You already tried to reconcile. I told you I was in a relationship with Zelly. And I was not willing to go and break this off or cut this woman off. Because you decided to wake up on a Wednesday and come back and play in the sand. All right. So Dispense and manage health care. Hey, hey, hey. So I played a video of her saying that she was like, I got, I'm getting myself ready. So I'm, she was like, I'm manifesting. I'm praying to God. Like what? Like how guys, how I just don't get it. You can't be concurrently dragging a guy. And then at the same time, you're saying you're, you're get like, come on, man, pick a struggle. 1 million in attorney fees. This is crazy, but Tyrese, good job for clapping back. I normally am critical of your displays out here. But uh, this is what he's doing. I think he's well within his right this time because she's coming out here and he's saying, hey, she's doing it for clout. She's doing it for money. She's making already enough money to support herself. Remember, this marriage was not even two years long. And she's not qualifying enough. The marriage doesn't qualify enough for alimony. So she's using the child to get child support. $20,000. He's saying 20. I thought it was 10, but apparently it's 20. I'm not sure. And the lawyers got more money in one day than the child's going to get for the next five years. So make that make sense. This is a disgrace. I hope you guys really wake up. I, I think guys are really out here sleeping. And this is how you fall for the okie doke. I know my content is very, very hardcore. It's not to me. I think I'm, I think I go and soft on you ninja sometimes. All right, to soften up the blow. Pause. But I think I'm not... I'm not, I'm not being lethal enough. This lethal injection is not, it's, this is not enough. I think I need to go a little bit harder. 
Somebody said the other man broke up with her. Facts. Guys, this is clearly she tried the monkey branch. Oh, by the way. Oh, you know what? Was this mentioned? There was a longer clip. Tyrese did in his snitching ass self said that she dated another celebrity after she she uh, broke up with Tyrese. He did say that. So he said others. He, he, she dated another celebrity immediately after she divorced Tyrese and Tyrese says it didn't work out. So what happened was the monkey branch didn't work out. And he also said she tried to come back. Now, that's what he said. And I believe it. That's how women break up. Was that covered in there? I think it was. It was covered in there. So, guys, she monkey branched. Then she started the divorce process. Then she thought she had a landing spot. Then the guy broke it off. Now she out here floundering. Guys, it's the classic tale. It's the classic tale. He implied that, and he said he won't say the celebrity's name, but he did say that's what happened, which is not a surprise, and I'm just saying that's what he said. I don't have any details. But she tried the monkey branch, and possibly because she was exposed to these gentlemen through Tyrese. Guys, your social circle is probably where your girl is going to monkey branch. All right, but uh, anyway, that branch snapped, and she was now going, now what? It's, it's very, very, very common. Shout out to, shout out to J.L. Bond. I still got a cough. He says, uh, Hanover, is it Hanover 50? Says, um, Coach, Kevin Hart's situation is similar to Dale Vince, a UK green engineer tycoon. He started off young and broke up with his wife in 1981, divorced her. And uh, he, well, sorry, he started off young and broke with his wife in 1981, divorced her in 1992, and more than two decades later became a multimillionaire. His ex-wife was sick, insolvent, and sued for alimony 20 years after the divorce. In short, a sympathetic UK court awarded the ex-wife a large settlement. This story is worth an examining. Thank you, man. I'm going to actually pull that up, Dale Vince, and look at that story. But that's another example of that's some leech behavior. That's leech's, leech behavior. Why does she get an award? I don't know what is going on with the system. I just think people feel sympathetic for women. I think we should move past that. Okay. Oh, somebody said, did you see that ninja broke up with uh, Bill Gates' daughter broke up with that ninja? Yep. Uh, I might cover that later. Actually, I have to have a short show today. Kayla says, what's up, coach? Please tell me why. We as men should abide by the phrase happy wife, happy life when women still file for divorce first. I, we shouldn't. That's subservient behavior. Uh, when I say that to normies, they glitch. Happy wife, happy life. It is a dumb, dumb, dumb ass phrase. Never use it. Kayla says uh, human beings are not naturally monogamous. Only birds are. Men want multiple women and women want the best men they can get. What about this speaks of monogamy? Let me see here. Oh, you're talking about the, the cheating wife. Remember, these are out of context. Kaylin also says, he says, Coach, would, uh, would you laugh at a woman who's in her 50s but has only been married five years? That, for me, goes along with the kid graduating when 
one of their parents, preferably their mom, is 50 or 60 years old and looks bad, married for five years. Okay, so it could be a second marriage. I don't know why you would get married at that point. Maybe it's just for print. I have no idea. Pro Mansplainer says, what's good, Coach Alini? My preferred title for mother baby docs is growing ecologist. He says, uh, <laughs> is it growing ecologist? He says, um, much thanks for your contribution to men protecting women from themselves. Indeed. Okay, we got a couple super chats and then we're off to the main event. We're off like a rocket. Dennis B says, my neighbor's fiance ordering five Amazon boxes a day. Yep. The Amazon boxes add up. Add up. And there's nothing you can do with new about it but cut her credit card off. But when you do that, that's also called financial abuse. Remember, I was one of the first people to talk about these topics when Venus Williams came up with the video called financial abuse. So if let's just say your wife's going crazy on Amazon. And you cut her access to the Amazon. She's going to call you abusive. Or you don't even have to cut her Amazon contact off. This is why women say, well, I can have my own money. Okay, this is going to create another problem, but that's neither here nor there. Doesn't solve the problem. It just creates another problem. If you do it so much as ask for receipts of her purchase, that is financial abuse. You guys know this, right? That is called financial abuse. And the context of this abuse culture that we live in. So you, you guys got to watch out what you're getting into. So if you say, hey, you know what? You're ordering too much on Amazon. I'm cutting off the card. Financial abuse. Or if you say, you know what? I'm not paying attention, but once a month, we're going to meet. I want you to bring me all the receipts of everything you purchased. That is called financial abuse in today's world. Any, anything, yeah, anything where I actually showed you a story of one of the real housewives of Orange County or whatever she was on. Her husband committed self-deletion. And then as he's rotting in the grave, she's saying he was financially abusive. For that very reason. She said once a month, we would sit down and go over every line item and discuss what the line items were. She said that was financially abusive. Man, shit. I'm like, yo, man, these people out here. You can't win. I'll give you another scenario because I'm here to teach. If you are, let's say you separate from your wife or spouse or your partner. You were the breadwinner. And you had, let's say, a Costco card or a gas card or um, any sort of card at, you know, Sam's Club, library, any kind of card like that, and you both are on the account, and you go and remove the other spouse from the account, but you separate it, you separate it, so financially you separate, you have separate incomes now. Everything that comes in is separated. If you cut another spouse off the card, presumably if the man cuts the wife off on that Costco card, the gas card, Blockbuster card, I don't care what co- uh, 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 it could be a, a hotel travel card, casino card. If you cut her off, she's going to be in court claiming financial abuse, right? Just letting you know. You can't do that. They're going to go in there and say, you need to keep her on that Costco. You need to keep her on that gas card. You can't do that. 
Anybody didn't know that? <laughs> right? Anybody know that? This is, how, this is how serious the game is. This is what people don't realize you're up against. Somebody said that's not financial abuse. Oh, they're going to put it in the documents. Mm-hmm. They're going to say that's what it is. And not only are they going to put it in the documents, they're going to tell everybody. They're going to tell their family members. They're going to tell their friends. You victimize them. You put them in a bind. You put them in bad shape. You cut their Costco card off, and they went to Costco, and they got in line and filled their card up with $600 worth of groceries off your child support. And they get up there, and they be like, oh, you need a new membership. You're not on that card. And then she got to go. She got your kids. They're going, mommy, mommy, mommy. And they got a cart full of uh, uh, Eggo waffles and shit in there. <laughs> and then she got to go out there, get out the line, fill out the application. She's going to be seething. She's going to go right to the attorney. He cut my Costco card off. She's going to be on the internet. She's going to be on Facebook. She's going to be on Facebook. You know? She gonna, wait, I should give you this one right here. She's going to be on Facebook. She's going to be on Facebook. Uh, I had a cart full of groceries. She gonna have your kids, snotty noses, standing there with uh, with a uh, fudge all over their shirt, standing in front of the Costco car. Her filling out the application. She. <laughs> she gonna be like, "Yep." She gonna be crying on Facebook. Oh damn! I can't believe you would do something like that. You know that's financial abuse. I'm letting you know, man. These people, man, kids crying. <laughs> And my kids were hungry. They was waiting to get a hot dog and a piece of slice. And I had to get out of line, put all the groceries back in the cart. The ice cream melted. The beef is no longer the beefs and the chicken spoiled. <laughs> she going to be over there. I had to get a new application. New. I'm telling you, man, these people out here, they operate. Women operate on a different frequency, fam. It's not going to make sense to you, but in their world, and she's going to be right on the phone to her attorney. He done made me out here looking bad. Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, people in line thought he was on welfare. They thought my check bounce. I was humiliated. I need damages. 100%. Shout out to uh, Kevin Sullivan in the building paying tuition. Zero fallout. Just got. Uh, out of the gas station, saw an old ninja mouthpiece and two white mastodons. The stereotype lives on, he says, and he was showing his teeth out there. He thought he was doing something. Thought he was doing something. Shout out to Tree says, every time Cry Reese gets on camera to talk, all I hear is the li- uh, lyrics to how you gonna act like that. So the women that say, hey, this is why I have my own money. That's where you're going to get screwed, guys. You're going to still get screwed. Shout out to Anthony. Elite says, hey, coach, speaking of lying, my baby, mom, my baby mother told her family and her attorney that I don't help pay for daycare. Plot twist. She ignores all my calls and unilaterally enrolled him in daycare, never told me, and refused to give me information on the daycare. Now her dad calls me a deadbeat. There you go, guys. You guys don't realize how sophisticated and intricate women's victimhood card stands on again there's kind of lying stretching out the truth he don't help they'll be in court they'll be telling her he don't help at all he don't help at all 
And he down like he out there. He don't help. He ain't paid me no child support in 18 months. And they be lying. Literally, you paying for private school. You paying for tutors and personal trainers for your kid. You paying for clothes. You done bought all kind of dude. You buying more shit. You don't even take, you don't even take account to. And trust me, when you go into court and you say, Yeah, but I paid for piano lessons, I paid for math tutors, I paid for private school, I bought the uniform. When you go in there and start uh talking about what everything you pay for, if you don't got receipts, they're gonna throw that shit out. Oh, that don't count. That goes under gift, and you should have been paying that. So that don't count. They're not going to give you any credit. And in the same breath, they're going to be like, I know your kid's at home hungry. I know they need a good meal. I know they have food insecurity. And you looking like, <laughs> you could be giving your kids money. They still, they, none of that matters. None of that matters. Right? Somebody says, Coach, I was speaking to the judge with your words. Hey, don't put all caps. That's why you got deleted. All right, put it in. But um, none of that matters. They go still call you a Debbie. Again, as a, as a thing here where I showed you, even Kevin Hart's first wife, who got a 15, I'm uh, sorry, $150,000 post-divorce -ju judgment. She got a $2 million house. She's getting a sum of child support that is not disclosed. She's still saying, I didn't get what I deserved. She's still out here today. They've been divorced 10 years. Today. She's still out here going, I didn't get what I deserved. 150K cash. $2 million property. Still getting child support to this day. She's going, she's going, yeah, but. <laughs> he's still a deadbeat. I still didn't get what he's still making. Brothers, man, I'm telling you, man, it's a cold game out here. And, and I talked about this yesterday. It don't matter what you give them. They still not going to be satisfied. It don't matter what you give them. You can give them, you can give them a hundred. You can give them all of your money. It still ain't enough. <laughs> Just let y'all know, man. It doesn't, it's not matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, by the way, I think uh, they're trying to drag um, uh, the guy who played with the who who played with the Cleveland Cavs, uh, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson is dragging um, Tristan Thompson's baby mother just recently today or yesterday is dragging him saying he's behind on child support. I don't want to put his business out here, but it's already out there. He's behind to the tune of thirty something thousand dollars, which is child support was outrageous to begin with, but. In context, Tristan Thompson said he did not want the child. He paid for an abortion. She decided not to get it. She decided to have the child. I, I called this out when it happened. I said, she's going to have the child. The child's worth more than anything you can pay her for the abortion or whatever. I said she was going to have the child. Now, of course, he said, hey, once I stop playing, the child support's going to get lowered. It did not. It did not. He started taking small minimum contracts to get the child support lowered. Didn't work. So now she's on social media, the court of public opinion. She's out here saying that he's a deadbeat. <laughs> oh, he's $224,000 behind. He said that is, an, that is another child. 
okay, this is his first child. Okay, so this is not the same woman. So he does have a problem with his salami control knocking up women. So this is the first child. All right, but he's $224,000 back. But what she's also not seeing is, what she's also seeing is that Kim Kardashian, I'm sorry, Khloe Kardashian has said he's a good father and he's present in the father's life. Sorry, he's present in the child's life. So now this other woman's steaming. Let me go ahead and pull it up. $224,000 back. Now, here's my question. (laughs) This is my question. Here's the deal. How in the hell? There it is. I see see it right there. You guys are right. $224,000. My question is, what child needs $224,000? What? What? Where's the woman? There she is right there. Oh, this child looks not older than five. No, he looks, he looked like he might be eight. So there you go, guys. Uh, There's a court of public opinion. So she's a relatively unknown woman. She ain't never going to be famous. She'll never have to lift a finger. (laughs) Right. And all she has to do was open her legs to the right guy, get skeeted in. And now she could just collect, 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 collect. What? Ninja, you got to be careful with your seed out here. Be careful. Right? You got to be careful. Your seed is very valuable. But she got the right dude to skeet in her guts. And now $224,000 is what she wants. And of course, yes, I don't want to show the kid there. But uh, it says right here, he either made partial payments or missed child support payments altogether. And he's supposed to pay her $10,000 a month. Yeah, oh, he's significantly behind. He's probably going to get arrested too. He's probably going to get arrested as a result of her coming forward. And she's probably following um, Antonio Brown's ex. They're going to follow Antonio Brown's ex. So Antonio Brown recently got her, her baby daddy arrested by coming out publicly about him being behind. He was immediately arrested the next, the, after the weekend was up. So this is what she's doing too. She wants to see him arrested. She wants to see him arrested. So then he gets arrested. She's going to be able to get and recoup some of those costs through the arrest. So you guys got to be careful out here. When you're dealing with women, if you're cool with them, they're good. When you stop being cool with them, Ninja, they about to drag your ass. They not about to be cool and cordial. <laughs> they're not. They about to drag you. So that's the problem. Not my girl. We cool. Until you're not. Now, what's the situation now? Okay, yep, she ain't cool no more. All right, it happens. Uh, let me see here. Shout out to Kevin Johnson says, watching you. Pause, by the way. Watching you in Thailand before I head out for some recreational activities. Also, book my birthday vacay in Brazil. Divorce never felt so liberating. Thank you, Coach, for all you do. Shout out to you and enjoy your recreational material rec- activities. All Strike says, while I appreciate her honesty, she just appealed for a license to cheat, and he approved it. When she put it in that position, when she's put in that position, she'll be faultless. Hopefully she won't. She won't put herself in that position. That's the hope. Catfish Tail says, in my Sean Connery voice, show me your pushy. All right, shout out to you. And 
Vincent Dean says it's always the women who have uh, had more weenies than Frank's mustard that has the most advice out here. <laughs> Facts. Joe K, she, she, wait, she's here trying to negotiate a new deal. Indeed. Yep. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Somebody said I owed 150K in child support once and got them to put it in a trust. That's what I would actually hope people would do with child support at some point going forward. Put it in the trust that could be available for the kids that could build interest over time. But now we got whole support. That's what we got. Joshua Moon says you won't save $1 when cohabitating with those females. Yep, those are facts. You ain't going to save no money. You saving money for you initially, but no. Let's get to that main event. I know you've been patiently, patiently waiting, but do me a favor. Let's get to that main event. Let's touch on it. Let's touch on it. Uh, I'm telling y'all the God's honest truth out here. There ain't no lies. This is the truth, and everybody knows it's the truth. It's the undisputed truth. Give me a second. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who, <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job, really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Extra I could do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's Indeed. All right. We ready for that main event. Let's get to it. Thank you, man, for patiently waiting. Let's get to it right here. We got the main event and sorry to report to you guys, but dating is dying again. This is another report. Never take dates here. You have women on the Internet that are telling you broke ninjas that what you're doing is not enough. Let's take you to the list of what they're calling a group of ladies made a list of places men should never take them on a first date and there's the woman right there there's the woman there she definitely would be considered somewhat of a flat back all right but she definitely is on the petite little spinner there but the bigger the hoops the bigger the hoe these are all things that you should know all right but here is the list of places women absolutely refuse to go on on the first date and it says right here and thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me on this list one of the problems with this list that i see is that young men are going to have problems with many of these lists here. There are many things on these lists they're going to have a problem with doing. And not only problem with doing, you're doing these consistently, right? So they're saying for a first date, but once you establish this as a first date, everything you do after that has to be equal or above this type of treatment, okay? Once it goes below this consistently, then you're going to find that she's going to get cold feet or she's going to get hurt. You're going to put her feet to sleep and she's going to reach out to something else. But this reeks of the delusional entitlement syndrome that we talked about yesterday, where people are taking romance, they're taking what men are supposed to do, but then the men doesn't get much back in return. So if he's dating to find a good suitor, and he's also responsible for paying for the dates, 
he's going to run out of money really quickly. On the other hand, the woman gets an advantage because she's the recipient of these dates. Thus, she can date multiple people to find the better suitor or fornicate or whatever, wherever else. So I have to be very intentional if I was out here dating like they want me to do and doing this and paying for that and being available. I have to be very intentional to make sure I don't waste my resources. If my resources are limited, then I'm only limited to the amount of people that I can provide this to. This is just in theory. I'm not suggesting you provide this. Also goes the advantage, the person that can provide this. So the person that can provide this has an advantage over the men who cannot, which they don't care about. But what that does also is that shrinks the available pool of men to a small percentage of men. And then the amount of women dating the small percentage of men, it's a great advantage for the men. So I can date multiple women, impress them, get to their panties quicker, and send them back to you ninjas if I could, if it's affordable. Like some of these restaurants are, are somewhat um, on here. They're, they're decent quality, but the ones above that are what? They're, they're not that much more expensive. Now, last point on this one. Last point on this one. What I don't like about this list, this is what I don't like about this list. What I don't like about this list is the fact that while they're telling you what you can't do, they don't suggest what you can do. And typically, women like this are making it difficult for men by, you think you're making it easier by saying where we don't want to go, but what you're not saying is what you do, where you do want to go. So this is why dating is going to be dead here. And women typically do this on websites, dating sites, and so forth. I don't want a ninja that's doing this. If you live with your mama, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this. I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do this. But what do you do? You're actually running out of choices. What do you suggest? So there's there's the problem here with modern dating, what people say traditional dating, but it's not traditional dating. Um, Traditional dating was a banana split at the Dairy Queen. Then you had to have a hard body uh, Chevy. Then that got you some puss. Okay. Then you had to have Ninja a place to live with roommates. Now that's not enough. Then you had to have your own house. Then that ain't even enough. So then it's starting to escalate to the point where a woman like this, a woman like this should not be putting all of these options out here as I will never go to this. Because if you take her to this, this is not considered a date. And we'll talk about that. So let's run down the list of and see if these guys are delusional here. There, there you go right there. And she had a nice little piece of calico. I would fix this or mine. But again, I'm in a position to actually, I'm in an advantageous position where I could have that girl easily. She's, she's, she's not out of my league. She's out of my price range. And she ain't that far out of my price range. Trust me, I have stuff like that as a, as a uh, day off. Okay, as a day off. All right, I'll see you, I guess. Come on. All right, number one, Cheesecake Factory, which is completely odd. Oh, by the way, that video has been discussed as a, as a skit, and I actually gave it the benefit of the doubt, saying that it possibly might be a skit, but not a surprise. So why is the Cheesecake Factory being shat on? Interesting. Uh, Applebee's Chili's Chipotle. Um, and uh, here's the thing, man. There are some women out here that are simple that don't mind any of these. I wouldn't use this as a first date per se. 
I wouldn't use any, I don't suggest restaurants as a first day at all, okay? And I see a lot of people are kind of taking something that I've said. Maybe they came up with the, with themselves, but years ago I told you that uh, dates where you're moving around, that you can potentially have the uh, touch barrier established. You can also be interactive and fun, somewhat slightly competitive, somewhere where you're not sitting across from each other. These are the idyllic times to get to know someone. Some women won't even consider that a date, but that is a date, okay? You're doing something a little bit adventurous. So mini golf would be the, the, the small level of that. And then going out maximum of that would be anything where you're moving around. Like you could do horseback. These are all movement activities. Some people say bowling because you're not just sitting there in an interview. So these dates that they're asking for or not asking for are all interview type dates are all things that they can do for themselves or they do with their friends. Okay. Paintball, right? You know, these are laser tag. These are all great opportunities to get to know someone. I find that women that sit there and look pretty and then have me establish conversation, keep the conversation going, have the waiter interrupting us, these are all not dates. These are all not ideal at all. Neither is the movies. These are not, I mean, this was a traditional date, dinner and movies. These are some of the dumbest date ideas. And if you're doing them today, this is why dating's dead. It's, it's not, it's not going to work. Right. Um, but, uh, anyway, we got Chipotle as a dinner. Okay. Um, Olive Garden, the movies, your house. So what they took in this brand restaurants, I can understand that they took chain restaurants off and then, then they started moving to the movies, which is not a good opportunity. Now, if you want to finger fuck someone, yeah, go to the movies. I guess if you're 20 years old and you don't have your, a place of your own, that does make it so that you will pressure a woman to do stuff at the movies. I think it's not a place for me to do anything. Been there, done that. You know, at my age, and, and one more thing. I know people are looking at me and talking, oh, you old man, you ain't worried about this and you shouldn't worry about that. And I ain't talking about myself. I do these shows for other men. I ain't out here in the situation that most men are in. I'm talking about the marketplace. I'm not talking about my experience in dating and how I could get better dates and what I need to do and what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out of this conversation. I'm talking about what's happening to Gen Z, what's happening to boys, my son's age and my daughter's age. What are they going to be put up to? I do have a stake in that. So don't think this is about me. <laughs> All right. But by the way, that girl right there, I can fold up any day of the week for less than uh, the cost per month to feed eight children in Africa. It can be done. It can be had. I do it consistently for less than Cheesecake Factory. Ninja. And I send them back to these broke ninjas out here on their Snapchat. So just so you know, Ninja, she a dime a dozen. And Ninja, she she could be had for, for very, very little. <laughs> right? She's easy to impress as far as I'm concerned. But uh, anyway, don't think this woman can't be had by a ninja like me. Easily. Anyway, I, anyway, right here. Is that Ruby Rose? Ninja, it don't matter. I don't care what they name is. Ninja, ain't no woman on earth out of my league. Zero. All right, on earth. They all viable. They all affordable. They all wreckable at this point, Ninja. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. 
that's it. Input the PIN number and boom, money just comes right out. Ninja, there's listen, guys, guys, there's no woman out of your league. They simply just out of your price range. If if this is not telling you that, I don't know what is is. <laughs> They're literally telling you that. This let me let me explain it again. They're literally telling you this. This is my price range. This is where you have to meet me at. So I'm not lying. They're not out of your league. They're out of your price range. If you say, okay, I ain't going above Cheesecake Factory. You just set the price. Okay, I'm not willing to meet that price. Okay, I'll go above Cheesecake Factory. Here she come. <laughs> Here she come. It's that easy. Drop in the bucket. Okay, you're not impressed. And by the way, by the way, in this, I can take a woman to a restaurant that looks not brand name, not chain restaurant. I'll take her to an Italian restaurant that looks upscale. It'll be cheaper than the Cheesecake Factory. It'll be literally cheaper. But in their mind, it's not chain. So, again, these women are really easy to get around, but a lot of men can't get around it. Okay, they can't get around it. Uh, here it is right there. She also says any food chain, all right, fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet. Okay, IHOP is on the list and Denny's. And uh, let me stop right there. So for men in the age group of, let's say, 25 below, this does put them in a quite uh, curious position because these women are saying we're for sale. We don't want certain it, and so men in that age group aren't going to be able to afford to date enough people if they have this mindset. Or what they'll have to do is you'll have to lower your expectations. You'll have to lower your expectations significantly. And you'll have to go for a plainer woman or you'll have to depend on mouthpiece and wasting your time with the woman that has these unreasonable expectations for men in a certain age group. Unreasonable. So now we have the gym. So never take a girl to the gym on a first date. There's a reason why. Because there's too many ninjas out there. You're going to bust her game up. So I can see why you would not do that. But these women literally just want to sit there and do nothing. That's not the proper date. You're just going to get fornicated with at that point. Uh, Church, obviously, these Jezebels don't want to be in church. That's understandable. Starbucks. There are some women, older women, that don't mind Starbucks date. Anytime you hear a woman that says she doesn't mind Starbucks date, She's well above the age of 35. Well above the age of 35. All right. And they want a speed date. They doing speed dates. All right. Let me get to know you. Let me see if you got all your teeth. Let me see if you trustworthy. Let me see if you look about like your pictures. All right. Good enough. Let's let's plan another event. So anyone that does Starbucks is just speed dating. And they're older women. They're not going to be younger than 35. Uh, coffee dates. Anybody. And, and one more thing. Any woman that that suggests that, um, oh, I had a point there. Oh, I had a point and I forgot it. All right, but that's okay. Ice cream dates. What's wrong with ice cream dates? This is crazy. I can't take a girl to ice cream? Man, let's go pick up some ice cream. Now, of course, when you get to know her, she'll accept these things. Oh, by the way, I was going to say, any woman below the age of 35 that doesn't mind coffee dates, I'm going to tell you, she's going to be average, just accepted, or overweight. All right, let's continue here. Family functions, that's that's probably a good idea. Movie night, okay, Netflix and chill. 
somewhere that requires a long drive, that, that's understandable. That's a safety concern, right? Oh, let's meet here. Let's drive here and look at the stars for 30 minutes and drive back home. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem right. Bowling. Like, come on. Bowling. This tells me that these people are just dating for whatever it is. Nightclubs. That would make sense. No hookah. I don't do hookah anyway, but no hookah. These are first dates, remember. A bar for just drinks. Oh, my goodness. Damn. These people here, and I didn't read these before I came on, so I wanted to give you a natural reaction. So no bars for just drinks. That's off the table. Interesting. Waffle House, that's considerably. And sports events. Wait a minute. Sports events. That's going to be number 29. I'm sorry, 28. Sporting events are no good. Okay. Now, what you're not seeing is what should a man do? And I'm curious to hear women go ahead and give these young men an idea because there's, listen, there's some good men here. They're not trying to spin plates. They're trying to get a woman's attention. There are five on the beauty scale or below. They have a little bit of money. Their budget is tight. They're looking for a good girl to be with. If you're one of these good girls, I have suggestions for them, but I would be love. I would love to hear if you're one of these skizoids out here, what could a man do in this age group to compete to get dates? That is fair. What what possible? Not, we're not talking about ninjas with bags. We're not talking about cash at me. We're not talking about you, you, you broke bitches out here going to uh, Mastro's and, and Javier's and you know, five days a week. We're talking about the good girls. Like, what possibly could a guy do if he was trying to date seriously and he was just limited in looks and funds and he was just trying to piece it together? What? And if the answer is, if you don't have a good answer of a suggestion after taking 28 things off the table, dating is dead. It's dead. Dating's dead. If 50% of men plus can't compete, dating is dead. <laughs> right? Now, if there's another group of ninjas, the ninjas that be like, I got some, but the bitch can't get none. Dating's dead. It, that proves a point. Dating's dead. So now we've taken 70% of people off the marketplace. We've taken 70% of men off the marketplace. Now, the last 30% are the ones that can compete with this. They could either say, bitch, take this wing stop. And she'll say, okay, daddy. Yeah, daddy. She'll say, okay, because you're that guy. You're in the top 30% of men. She don't care. She's not holding you to that standard. Let's say you're the group of men that, um, that can afford it. You can afford it. You can be like, come on, baby, we going to Mastro's because I like to eat good. All right, and you take her to Mastro's and she eating and she's impressed. She's like, I'm yours, baby. I'm yours if you want me. And now you're looking at her like, okay, you want a 50. Okay, you're 47. <laughs> she thinks she about to get Mastro's every day. But I put her ass on the calendar. I'd be like, oh, I take her out. It ain't no sweat. Throw the money on the table. She's like, damn. All right, she's like, I can get used to this. Oh, you can? That's interesting. Drop her ass off the next morning. Hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, you want to get together? Yeah. Hold on for a second. I do want to get together. 
How is three weeks from now? <laughs> how about this? How about this? How about this? I, 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 three weeks might not maybe enough. How about this? Don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed your time. I just don't have a lot of available time for you. I got plenty of dates out here. Shit going good. I'm getting layups everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm, bu- I'm blowing all of these girls back now. They just lying down for me like a cat. Meow! Because I can afford it. It ain't no big deal. But she's like, oh, wow. I, I-, I want to lock this in. I want to lock this in. What about those guys? Those guys could do this without breaking a sweat. And people will call it tricking, but it ain't tricking. He basically giving her, because tricking would be, I'm going to pay all your rent. All right, I'm going to do anything to get you. He literally just showing her a good time. All right, let's go to a good time because this is how I roll. Take her to the cigar lounge, chill. She's sitting there like, yo, this, these are the guys that I want. I, I needed a guy like you. Okay, you're number 47. <laughs> you're 47 in line. I could afford this all day long. I could do this all day long, all day long, every day of the week. It won't even touch my income. As a matter of fact, I make money while I'm with you. Mm. While I'm with you, I made more money than I spent. Because he made it in interest. He made it in one of his accounts. He made it. He probably he probably has an investment account that earned the interest. He might have made a sports bet that night. And he already made it back. He didn't, he didn't skip a beat. He didn't skip a beat. What about those guys? So for these women that are saying these guys need to do this, by the time you do it and find that guy, he already got enough women. He ain't dating you like that. That's the tough thing that they don't realize that. Now, what about the guys that are the ones that don't have to follow these rules? Okay. He don't have to pay... She'll pay for him to go to Wingstop. She'll open her wallet because the guy's 6'6 and whatever. Everything she wants. You're my type. What about those guys? Those guys aren't being held to the standard. They're not being held to the standard. So now your standards are preventing you from getting the guy that you want. And you're not suggesting. I'm interested, by the way, because I haven't been looking. I haven't been looking. Um... What are the suggestions the women are saying here? The 10 women that are watching the show. What do you suggest a young man do on a date? I'm just curious. I, I have suggestions for these men, but I, my first suggestion is stop dating these broads. But that's neither here nor there, right? And another thing about a guy that can afford a woman to do anything that she, you know, we're going on a balloon ride. Oh, this would be fantastic. He's very busy. Not only is he making money, not only does he have other women that he can impress, not only is that a cheap expense for him, not only could he possibly write that expense off, he's also busy doing his work. So when you encounter him and he's not texting you, he's unavailable, he's out of town, and you're out of town so your schedules can't collide and then you don't see him for eight weeks, you should understand that. So you're not getting these extravagant dates consistently nor are you probably getting the attention that you think you desire. So while you're with the guy that can do that, pookies are trying to get you to Netflix and chill. And, you know, guys, even if you have women like this that you're doing these things for, good things, 
she also has every ninja under the sun texting them good morning. They're sliding in the DMs. And when you tell her, bitch, don't expect the good morning text to me, but you can take her to Mastro's, she got to make a decision. She got to make a business decision. It might sound good for one or two or three dates, but then she's going to be like, are you thinking about me and what you doing? Why come you don't text me? Well, I'm working. How come you don't respond with all the nice kissy emojis and all this shit? I'm busy. But, but simultaneously, Pookie in there, her ex-boyfriend in there, all right, ninjas that can't afford to take her on dates, they hitting her, hitting her, hitting her, hitting her. And the other guy's not desperate. She number 47. I'm not about to text all y'all broad, so. So I'm not about to text all 47 of y'all in the morning or all 50. So I'll, I'll call you. Don't call me. I'll call you. If I think of you, I'll text you. But it ain't going to be no everyday shit. Then they complain about that. No man is ever busy enough to text a woman if he really likes her. He probably likes you. However, you're one of many. You're one of many. Let's just be honest. You're not the only one he's doing this with. You're not the only one. He's got, he's got too, he can impress too many simple ass broads. My question is, right? My question is, and then he's the bad guy if he's doing this. You strung me along? Nah, you knew what it was. My question is, have, has anybody suggested what these men are supposed to do? I have suggestions, but let me give you a couple more videos here. What are men supposed to do in dating? If you have no answer, dating is dead for the majority of male Americans. If you tell them to date ugly broads, okay, let's 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 tackle that conversation. Okay, let's tackle that conversation. The most, um, when your Jesus. identity is most a man right. should spend on a friend. My my apologies here. This is the desirable truth. So here's another one of these examples. This is another example. What is what are men supposed to do? This woman, she's nondescript. I'm not gonna say she's ugly. I'm not gonna say she's attractive. She certainly has a body that I would fold up and manipulate, possibly tie up in a knot or a origami, fold up in an origami or like a love letter from the second grade or potentially like a pretzel. All right, she's usable. I could use this woman. She could be number 22 in my planner. And this would be an easy come up for me. I know ninjas think I'm crazy, but you ain't on my locals. This is an easy come up. And what her bar is, is super easy. All right, so let me go ahead and say it here. But for men who don't want to do this, the bar's too high. First date. I feel like if I'm going to get ready and I'm going to use all my products to come out with you, I need like a minimum of $200. A minimum. And that's like being nice. And what does a man get in return for that? My presence. <laughs> all right. Uh, even this woman was like, oops. And she's serious too. My presence. Yeah, man. I mean, these women going to get used up. This woman is, and uh, the guy that's going to give her the two, the $200 is not above a, a, a guy that has 200 bucks. That's low for a small group of men. That's super low. Okay. That's all. Okay. Come on. <laughs> right. 200. You say let's go. But I, I get your presence. All right. I'm going to get way more than that. I'm going to let you know this, but uh, look at this woman's reaction. 
presence. <laughs> this woman even was like, oh, my. Oh, hold on for a second. I got a sound bite for that. That woman was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's that right there is ego. That's ego. Pure ego. Now, for a lot of guys, you know, you got uh, shallow how uh, rose colored glasses. You think these women are hot? Ninja, I feel bad for you. They ain't nowhere near hot. These women are stock factory issued, but they usable. All right, but uh, anyway, <laughs> let's continue here. But aren't you having his presence within you already? I hear you, but no. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I'm here oh, to get different? to know you. I'm here to get to know you. You invited me out. But he has to drop $200. Yeah. All right, so you invited me out. That's always going to be the trope. These are young chicken heads. You know what I mean? Listen, it is what it is. You invited me out. Okay, when was the last time you invited a man out? I know these are old red pill talking points. Uh, whoever invites out has to pay. Okay, when was the last time you invited a ninja out? Pookie, Tyrone, okay. Because Minimum. That, yeah. Because just, you invited Just because you have to do your makeup? Um, because I have to. What? Yeah, she got stuck. What else? So now look, stuck. Okay, so you had to do your makeup. We've already busted this argument up. Let me play that part again. Because just, you just because, just because you have to do your makeup. Um, because I have to. <laughs> and he mimicked her. I got to meet this guy. He's a good, good content creator. And he, and he copied her. Yeah. Now what? What else? And I can understand the makeup thing. I have an argument for that. I have an argument for that. But let's continue. Okay, so we're going to do the math. My moisturizer is $400. My eye cream is $300. My serum is like another $300. My I got some serum for you. Makeup, you know, not included. So if I have to spend, you know, that's my money. I'm spending my money on these products. I'm going to use these products. What are you using them for, though? For myself. Yeah, see, this girl is just unaware. Uh, this woman's stuck in 2017. She, this is an unaware woman. She doesn't realize the manosphere, the manosphere exists. So we've already debunked all of these arguments. We've told you the hypocrisy. Listen, they tell men all the time they don't get dressed for us or they don't wear makeup for us. But all of a sudden, when it's time to date them, we got to pay for their makeup. And then she included $400 serums and $300 concealers and face creams to not look like yourself, to look like somebody else. I got to pay for that. Because you look like a million mile bus rat without it. Come on out there without your makeup then. They ain't never going to do it. Okay. Never going to do it. Then the odd part is. Okay. So if you pay for those things. To get ready for the date. What about the gas in my car? What about the car payment? What about my house rent? You know my rent. What about all of the things I paid for? What about my shoes? My cologne? What about my Gucci belt? What about my clothes? What about the shit? What about my haircut? What about when I lined up my hair and my beard? What about my beard oil? Ninja, come on, man. What about this Netflix description? Come on, man. This is actually just bird brain activity. This tells you why dating is dead. Yeah. <laughs> what about all the shit that I done made happen to come up in here? What about my damn Versace cologne? What about the car insurance? What about the air I put in my tire? This shit is getting ridiculous, man. I feel bad for these youngins out here. Because young guys cannot compete in this market right here. Okay. But I'm going to use these products and I'm going to show up because it's not like I'm going to show up in sweats. The man doesn't owe you anything if you're just getting to know each other. If you're inviting me out, you owe me a date. 
See, the you owe me. This is the narcissistic delusion entitlement theory. And what is this girl doing with her dress right here? All right, I'll take the girl over there, the quiet one. Hey, ma'am, this is another thing that I have. And this is another thing that they don't realize. Once I go to the point where I'm doing this and I say, oh, yeah, come on out with me. What they're going to find is I'm going to start telling them what to do. And if they don't cooperate, they lose. So because I have all the leverage. I take you to a nice place. Come on, we're going to have steak out here. When you sit there, bitch, if you look at your phone, if you so much as get your voice octave higher than the, 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 uh, the, the, the people in the, in the restaurant, if you so much as talk ghetto, if you so much as uh, speak without spoken to, if you so much as order some shit without asking me, bitch, you gone. Like, this is what they don't get. See, the girl in the other dress, the light color dress, is behaving like she's ready to date a ninja that going to give her a $200 date. She ain't running her mouth. Even if she thought to even open her mouth about what she's entitled to, bitch, you better not even open your mouth. You better enjoy this shit. And she'd be like, well, I don't like cigars. I don't give a, okay, go home. I don't like this restaurant. I'm sorry. Okay, go back home. If you so much as raise your voice higher than the buzz and the hum of the crowd talking, if you so much as draw attention to another man, if you so much as cut your eyes at another man, you done. If you so much as order a second drink without saying, can I order a second drink, you cut off. I don't give a <laughs> fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next call. So do you see what comes with, you see what comes with, I can afford to pay them. The guy then has leverage. The guy then didn't say, hey, listen, your behavior is below your pay grade. I don't, I expect the woman that does this, that it's accustomed to this lifestyle to behave in a certain way, dress in a certain way, and so forth and so on. Then you get cut off. But then they, they get, get mad. I can't believe he think he could tell me what to do. Okay, listen, baby, you don't have that many guys like me out here. Go back to them ninjas that you don't want to get take you to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> so that's what happens here. A couple more videos here. Here's another one here. Uh, let's see here. It says right here, ladies, if you want to meet successful single men. Here we go. Is if you want to meet successful single men, you should be going to high-end restaurant or hotel bars. Put on a cute outfit, bring a girlfriend or two, plant yourself at the bar, make small talk with the bartender. Why? Because a lot of men who are on business trips or after hours at work or just with buddies will hang out at these places and it's a lot easier to approach you if you're at the bar versus if you're at a secluded table. So try it out and follow me for more dating tips. Bye. Yeah, I mean, so this is what these girls are doing. And actually what she's saying is true. You're going to meet a lot of men at hotel bars. Most of them are going to be married. Or they're going to pay you by the hour. They're going to say how much. <laughs> That's what they used to dealing with when they traveling. Going to the Hilton. They're at the bar. Their wife is at home. And they're going to ask you, bitch, how much. So I don't know if you're promoting sugar baby activity. But available single men ain't traveling, picking up bar maidens. All right, so here we go right here. Hi, yay, yay. Are you going to meet 70% married men? 70. Continuing on. 
is uh, this woman right here. Uh, let's see here. For, for men that are trying to date, it's this woman right here. How much do you expect the men to make? Okay, no, I don't want to show you that one. It's the one right here. Benefits of dating multiple people. So here's the question. This is why dating is dead for men. If a man provides you with all of these things you're asking for, okay, I want him to take me above cheesecake, uh, cheesecake Factory. Are you dating multiple men? If you are, if you are, what is he, what is he getting to know you for? Because he's not getting exclusivity. One of the kind of the rules of dating and courting someone is that he believes you're dating him exclusive, exclusively. That's kind of why he's with you. Oh, you're single. You're not talking to anyone. You don't have an ex-boyfriend that believes he's your current boyfriend. So I'm going to give you this. That's if he's serious about dating you. I'm going to invest in that because he's looking for the return. Then he's going to give you a second date, third date. That's how a traditional dating would work. But what if she's dating multiple men? What if she's going on multiple dates per week? What if she has a boyfriend and she's thinking of breaking up and monkey branching and she's dating? Why is he paying? Let's take it to this video. What would benefit him to pay? It would benefit you, but what would benefit him? It just like helped me mentally not get so involved too early on with someone because in my past, I would meet a guy and I would become obsessed with them in like two dates. And I'd be like, oh my God, like I could see myself getting married to them. Like I'm picturing my whole future, all this stuff because it's like what you have that one person to focus on. But if you have like three people, you're, you're just like more level headed and you're like, okay, I have three guys, all three like that. Like, I don't know, for me, at least I couldn't. And it just like really helped me just like chill out. It just like helped me mentally not get so involved too early on with someone because in my past, I would meet a guy and I would become obsessed with them in like two dates. And I'd be like, oh, my God, like I could see myself getting married to them. Like I'm picturing my whole future, all this stuff, because it's like what you have that one person to focus on. But if you have like three people, you're, you're just like more level headed and you're like, OK, I have three guys. I can't really get obsessed with all three like that. Like, I don't know, for me, at least I couldn't. And it just like really helped me just like chill out. It just like helped me mentally not get so involved too early on with someone because in my past, I would meet a guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> That's the sound effect I meant to play. All right, so we have her spinning plates. I say it's fair game. But this should be kind of established that that's what you're doing so if you're spinning plates I, I i say that's your prerogative but why the expectations of others who simultaneously aren't being expected to do those things for instance she's spinning plates she has a guy that pays a guy that doesn't pay a guy that pays wing stops a guy that she pays for wing stops isn't this unfair to the next guy okay i'll put it like this I'll put it like this. Because women are like, yeah, that's fair. Okay, I got a question. Let's say you hired a doctor. Let's say you hired a doctor. Because women be at the doctor's hypochondriac-ass bitches, all right? They break a nail, they be at the doctor. All right, ladies, you break a nail, your nail's hanging off your, off your finger. You got to go get it fixed. You go to the doctor. In the waiting room are four women. 
All four women have the same injury. All four of you guys go see the doctor. The doctor tells all four women for that to fix that injury, it's a, it's a different price. One woman's quoted $100. One woman is told he could fix it for free. The other woman is quoted $1,000. And the other woman is told you'll need surgery for this same injury. Would that be fair? Would women find that fair for the doctor to have that sort of price structure based on whatever he feels? Maybe he's attracted to this when he gives her a benefit. Maybe he's not really attracted to this one at all. And he's, she looks like a warthog, but he's going to put her on surgery. So the mindset is this is what's happening to men in the dating marketplace. They have the same, they have the same purpose could be slightly different, same guys, but they all getting different price structures. And But this ninja over here paying and this ninja not, right? But she's spinning plates. If this is true, dating is dead. If this can exist in a dating marketplace, dating's, dating's dead. I know, girl math, they've left the building. They've left the building. If that exists in a current dating marketplace, then dating's dead. See, and dating, traditionally, she was supposed to treat all men the same. Like, all men had to wait 90 days for some puss. <laughs> all men had to wait 90 days for some puss. Nobody was getting a puss until you commit it, you put a ring on it, you... See what I mean? But today... All four men are getting different results and different expectations. If that exists, and from the male's perspective, it's, it's, it's over. It cannot be. You're not, you, can't call, you can't call what men are doing subpar if you're spinning plates. That's all my thing is. And I'm going to get to the Super Chats. I did have one more video. I don't know why I have it saved, but let's see what she's talking about here. Uh, here it is. She's got something to say. You're going with this, but like there isn't some magic number that women want men to make, right? What they want, honestly, is is not even necessarily the money, but they want a man that has the skill set and the habits and the patterns and the go-getterness to make good money, right? I, I, I think... To be honest with you, I really think that the whole idea of gold diggers don't really exist as much as they used to back in like the 90s, right? Because I think a lot of women, we can afford a lifestyle now, right? We're not dependent on you for, for money like we used to be. So we are requiring more from their, our men, uh, not necessarily monetarily, but also, you know, with communication, good looks, you know what I mean? Like we're expecting more in that realm. Um, but we just, honestly, the, the real answer is we just don't want to bum. Women just don't want a bum. We, we want a man that works hard and, and takes pride in his house and his job and his ambition and direction. That's what's sexy. <sighs> See, this is not true. And everybody knows it. This is not true. She says we don't want a bum, but you get bums. You're, you're getting them. You're dealing with them. You're dealing with the assholes. You're dealing with the jerks. You're dealing with the bums. You're dealing with no good ass ninjas. And then here comes the ninja that could do good for you. He comes along. And you realize that 
he's not giving you what you want or he's using you. He's more like sugar daddy. He's more like, but he doesn't emotionally attach. And now she's saying these other things are sexy. But what does your baby daddy look like? What does your baby daddy look like? What does your past four boyfriends look like? This is just a question. What does your ex-husband look like? Moreover, what does your father look like? What you'll find is none of the men in her life look like anything she thinks is sexy or will desire. Her father is anything but sexy. Her father is anything but high value. Her father is anything but a ninja that got money. Her baby daddy is behind on child support. He an asshole, Debbie, and a bum. Hey, your last boyfriend didn't have no job. Or his job wasn't sufficient. Okay. And your ex-husband was subpar ass ninja. So that's the problem. And that's you. Right? That's the problem. Like, what are we talking about? What is this all that is sexy? All this is is fantasy, romance, mythology, but it gives women a sense of entitlement, delusion. But the guy that they really want comes at the end of the carousel. <laughs> the end. After she didn't got throttled inside, pushed to her esophagus, ramrodded, throat beat up, tonsils buttered, hair pulled, butt slapped. All right, she didn't got plugged, ran trainings and orgies. Trainings. Sugar daddy done paid her student loans off. Now she want to talk about what's sexy. Okay, let me stop here. Same talking points I know. Now it don't matter what he make as long as he got a house, a nice car, his financial positions, stable, equal or above her. We could be great partners. We could be a power couple. <laughs> we could be a power couple. Man, this is this is tragic. I feel bad for you guys that are out here dating. I feel bad. I gave up dating a long time ago. One of my videos went viral where I says I don't date. I mate. I said that on the Valuetainment show. I just mate. And I tell people in advance what it is, mostly. When I don't, I that's when I get in trouble. When I'm trying to, you know, I don't, I'm not direct. So I figure out being direct is the, the best way to go. And if you don't like it, Keep it moving. There's another one coming next 15 minutes. Okay, but but for men that are trying to have hope out here, it's really getting a little bit depressing for a lot of them, so they don't know what to do. My advice to you is you got to get leveraging options. You got to get leveraging options if you're a guy out here. If you're just hoping and waiting for a woman to come along that's going to be different than the rest, you don't sound no different than these girls, right? You don't sound no different than these girls. These girls are basically hoping and praying that the right ninja come along after she didn't got throttled. You're, you're a virgin, you're an incel, or you're a man that's a sucker for love ninja, a hope strategist, a purple pillar. All right, I just hope I find the right woman at one point manifesting ass ninjas. If that's you, it, you, you, in this marketplace, you can't do it. And that's you. Can't do it in this marketplace. You're going to be, you're going to waste a lot of money and a lot of time. So these things for me, they're, they're sweat off my eyebrow because I don't have to participate in this goofy-ass culture. I decided to go get leverage and options, pursue the free agent lifestyle, and I'll be at the junior college. I got my needs met. 
All right, Derek, when I walk outside and I go to the mall and I go to the casino, ninja bitches don't distract me. I go right to what I'm doing because they a dime a dozen out here when you get leverage and options. Dime a dozen. And what one can do, the next can do, same damn thing. And one, one, what one won't do, the next one will. So it's a matter at some particular point, you're going to get what you want. And guys, if you have a girlfriend, fiance, or a wife, ninja don't depend on her to be there in the next 20 years. She probably ain't going to be there 20 years from now, certainly 10 years. So enjoy your time with her. But uh, when she goes to another guy, which she most likely will statistically, just be prepared for it. Don't get your heart broken. It will be. It's going to hurt. But when it's time to go, go ahead and turn her over. Get a next ninja fist pound and keep it moving. And if she didn't, if she doesn't do that, well, she already came. She already came to you with a whole bunch of ninjas prior to you. It is what it is, man. But look, <laughs> let's get to these super chats. Enjoy your time with her. It's not, she's not yours. It's your turn. Ninja. That's all. That's all I got to say on that. And anybody that want to lie to me, ninja, do your homework and show me your paper. Show your math. Show me that the woman you with today was the woman that you was with 15 years ago. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, dap him up, give it a ninja a beer, and tell him good luck. That's the best you can do out here. Say, hey, man, I enjoyed her while I had her. I ain't got her no more, so it is what it is. <laughs> Where are we at here? All right, yeah, Michael Frantitoral, marriage is a social contract. It's failing because society is failing. And he says, and I don't. I think he says that I don't know why I'm mad because I don't think it was even easier for a man my age to have access to the best women at the junior college facts. So we've traded a monetized marketplace for a marital marketplace. We, we had a marital marketplace. Now we have a monetized marketplace. Anybody that doesn't agree, I'll just keep pointing you to this fact. We're in a monetized, and I've been saying this for well before your favorite content creator. We've gone to a monetized dating marketplace where the expectations, the the need is monetized. No long because women have their own money too. So they have they're coming in with a little bit of money themselves. Some with a lot, some with a little. So the whole adage of you know immediately going to a marital marketplace is not necessary anymore. It's not necessary. The women that want to link up lineages and families, the upper elite, they'll they'll do this like it previously was. The women that are working Slaves, wage slaves, job, career oriented. When they build their career, be CEO by 32. Them women don't need a marriage contract. They don't need a marriage marketplace. Not at the moment. Not until they need it. So in between that, they have fun and monetize marketplace. It's open prostitution. It, it's what it is. Dating is prostitution. I actually did a video stream on it. Dating stems from prostitution. So then we're trying to link traditional dating to today's marketplace. Well, I'm here to tell you, typically, generally, it was not good for a woman to date 50 men, okay? Mm. A woman dated 4, 10, and then she linked up in the marital contract. She, make, she linked up to the marital contract. In fact, it would be adverse to her for her reputation to marry if she dated 50 guys and said 
take me to Chipotle. Don't take me. You couldn't just exist on the, mar- the dating marketplace for 10, 15 years. That was somewhat non-existent to get a marriage contract. You could not do that. This is what you're doing today. Well, I'm going to just keep dating and dating and dating until I get above Cheesecake Factory treatment. So that's not traditional dating. People dated with the person, uh, with the purpose. So we're now in a monetized dating structure, aka prostitution. Whether no, what, whatever way you cut it, I don't care if you're direct prostitution, indirect prostitution, directly payment, indirectly payment. This is prostitution. Take a look. You have to meet this price or above. Essentially, that's what they're saying. You have to have these things established first. House, car. But in the meantime, I'm going to go get my insides pushed to my esophagus, a.k.a. I'm going to have my fun or I'm going to go sell puss, right? When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. It is what it is. No government name says haven't tried a dinner or a date in years. Discovered I wasn't feeling her during the meal, then fell asleep at the movie. She was big mad because I was her ride. Dinner and movie date is a fail. And it definitely is a fail for me. I I definitely don't like it. I don't I don't like movies in general. And I try not to go to movies past 7 p.m. Because that's just going to be a twenty eight dollar nap. Right. I normally don't pay for my naps, but that's what it's about to be. All right. If I go to a dinner, if I go to a movie after 7, 7 p.m., that shit going to be a nap. All right. It's a guarantee. And then women, ladies, because I'm an early, early to bed, early to rise. Women be like, it's 9, 30, 10, 11 o'clock. Let's put on a movie. Mm. Put on a movie. It's 1030. The movies today be like two and a half, three hours long. You're saying it's 1030, 930. I didn't finish busting my nut. Somebody keep telling me it's Ruby Rose. I don't give a shit who it is. Like, who does, what does Ruby Rose mean to me? Nothing. I don't even know who that is. I've heard the name before. I don't even know how to reference and catalog Ruby Rose. It means zero to me. I keep telling you guys, there's no women out of your league. They out of your price range. If I had the right price, I would have Ruby Rose spinning on me tonight. Or a lookalike. I could get for 10% cheaper, maybe 90% cheaper. I give a shit about Ruby Rose, (laughs) right? These women and their names mean nothing to me. What are you talking about? What can Ruby Rose do for me that she ain't not done for another ninja? I don't give a shit about no damn Ruby Rose. <laughs> right? But let me get back to what I was talking about. These women in these Instagram models and these, they can't, they're, they're nothing compared to the next woman. They all a dime a dozen. What the hell are y'all talking about? Jesus. Y'all be pedestalizing bitches that don't mean nothing to nobody else. She means zero to me. If I saw her, I would treat her like I would see another regular chick at the junior college until you come over there and try to raise the prices. Mm. (laughs) What? Like, look at her. You can't find another woman that looks like this. What What does Ruby Rose do that I'm supposed to be impressed by? What does she do? You can't find another chick that looks like I had a chick like this this weekend that looked like this. The hell? (laughs) What are y'all doing pedestalizing these women for doing nothing? Get me out of here, man. 
And if she came in and said, well, you need to do this, man, bye. All right, there's another one that looked just like her, minutes away. <laughs> Ruby Rose. What is that? What, what is a Ruby Rose? Stop trying to, why, why are you mentioning that shit in my chat? She don't mean nothing to me. Now, she might mean something to herself, and she might mean something where she might look at me and say, who's CGA? Okay, what's the problem? I don't have a problem here. But she would not dictate anything that I would do if she said, well, I'm Ruby Rose, and? Mm. <laughs> like, okay, how much we talking? Did that drive the price up or down? I'm not sure who, what am I supposed to feel here. She looked nice. She's nice looking. She's nice looking. But other than that, ninjas that can't afford her think that means something to me. <laughs> That's Ruby Rose. Like, I'm pretty sure she's dated men for celebrities and money. I'm pretty sure she's done that. I'm just going to assume. And some ninjas paid the price. All right, anyway. She's a good-looking girl, but, and, all right, anyway. <laughs> she could come through. Now, if she actually, she's disgraceful with the price, I'm like, I'm going to be like, never mind, I'm good. And then find somebody that look just like her within 20 minutes. Mm. All right, anyway. Where are we at here? But if she want to come over here for a freebie, we could talk. No, anyway, y'all got to really get a hold of y'all selves out here. Like, what has she done for you? Ask yourself, what has she possibly done for you? Anyway, I'm not trying to degrade her. I'm just telling you that didn't change my opinion. Oh, really? Okay, wait a minute. All right, Ruby Rose. Okay, no cheesecake. All right. What was I supposed to do with that info? Somebody says she wants 5K. There's a guy that's going to pay that. That's a drop in the bucket. Realize that's a drop in the bucket. They'll have it. And after they bust a nut, they'll be like, mm, it was just like the girl I had for 500 bucks. I'm just letting you know, guys. This is the marketplace we're in. She ain't doing nothing different than the, the 500 buck girl. And if she said that, I'm pretty sure she does this. It ain't going to be no different. And then you're going to realize, well, that was, five, that was 500. That was 5,000 I could have saved. I could have saved $4,500, all right, $4,500. I could have saved real quick. So next time, I won't go for that. I already got it. It was like, it was a dud firecracker. Y'all think, <laughs> right, right. Y'all think the five, y'all think Ruby Rose uh, peace leave is going to be like, Man, this is about to make a big old explosion. You like the firecracker? You throw it across the field. Man, this is about to blow. You throw that thing right over there, you be like, let's run. Soon as you light it up, you scramble. You behind the rock. You Man, this going to blow up like crazy. Hey, man, hey, stay down. It's about to blow up.
dud. <laughs> it was nice. Ninja, light the next one up. All right, here we go. Kaboom. All right, way less than Ruby Rose cost. <laughs> it's like right, what we do right now. You know what I mean? Pop, fizzle, and... And if you went in there and crawled in there and wiggled around and you got five strokes in and you paid five grand, well, you lost that bet, Ninja. Mm. <laughs> All right, what we doing, man? All right, shout out to Michael R.C. God Allah. He says, I had an epiphany today, uh, epiphany thought earlier today. Women need men. They both figuratively and literally have a hole inside of them that only a man can fill. Only one at a time. He says, they're literally empty without us. Donut style. Donut style. Anyway, I got a couple more super chats to get through, and then we'll be done for the day. Did I get? Uh, oh, I got to scroll up. Mm. Joshua Moon says you won't save. Me. Okay, Camster email says, "Will they be strong and independent when the draft comes? The ladies are now looking at the draft in the Ukraine. Be drafted in the Ukraine. Send it. No, they're not going to be. We all know that they shit tested you and you lost." All right, they got everything they needed to do. Now you lost. Awesome Strike says, I got a shorter list. Number one, anywhere. Take them anywhere. All right, anywhere. It's not that big of a deal. And guys that are trying to play the dating game and you're frustrated by that, want two words, leverage and options. That's going to change. Macaroni Tony, he says, you give out so many gems on a low, you a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Shout out to you. Leverage and option changes this. It changes it quickly. And I know ninjas is always looking at their pockets going, you're going, um, <laughs> you're, you're going, man, $500, $5,000. Let me, let me just say, I've been in circles with men and I know I'm not advertising. Let me put this up here. I'm not advertising you solicit or do anything or pay. I'm just going to let you know uh, what happens out here. Uh, let me put this across. I'm going to let you know. Ninja, the ninjas that you, the girls that you're pedestalizing and fantasizing about, if you really knew how gettable they were, how men get them for a low, low price, for a price that you would be, you will flinch at, you'll flinch at it. But there's a guy, he's fat. He owns a oil, he owns an oil rig in Midland, Texas. And he's, he's, he's squeezing her lungs. He's squeezing her lungs. The same woman that you're like, oh, man, one of these days, I'm going to meet a girl just like that. I used to do this, too. Back in the day, there used to be video vixens. And I'd be like, if I could get a girl just like the girl in Donnell Jones video. And then I realized I grew up. I matured. I realized, oh, they for sale. Mm. Oh, those are for sale. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Oh, they was for sale. They been for sale, Ninja. They been for sale. Then I realized, it. oh, damn. That's why. That's why I couldn't get them. That's why I couldn't get their attention. That's why they looked at me strange when I walked up to them. They been for sale. And that's what it is. If they, if they, if they on Instagram, they for sale. If they on, and uh, yeah, it is what it is, you know? It is right here. She says, Gregory Green says, Coach Spasson, don't let them raise your blood pressure. Sometimes you got to get hard-headed, Linjas. The only thing you can do is talk ignorant and yell, scream, potentially cuss, and then they'll start hearing you, <laughs> right? Until then, they're going to keep trying to tell me that this woman means something to me. 
or she should. But she she don't. But it's hard for, again, another place that's hard for men to go. Even some women can't accept that. Some women can't accept it. They're like, you should think she's better than you. How? Now, you can have that opinion, but I just want to let you know I don't think she is. <laughs> I could take a portion of income and have her. Or have someone, uh, just trust me, somebody's, somebody's done that with her at least once. <laughs> like, it, at least once. If not multiple times. Easy. Oh, and what I was telling you guys is a lot of guys are thinking about this and you're thinking that these numbers are impossible. You're like, ah, that's impossible. Why would he do that? Once again, those numbers are chump change to a lot of men. And I'm trying to explain that. There's men that these numbers are chump change to. And the guys that argue against it, they don't have it. They don't have it. Ninjas will act like they rich and all. Even if I was rich, I would never. The men who say that, they don't have money. They're acting like they got money, but they don't. That's why they having to do what they have to do. Because if you had money like that, you would value time. Time would be a premium to you. Time would be the most premium asset you have. You would not have available time. But chump change is to a lot. $500 is chump change to a lot of men. 5K is nothing to Floyd Mayweather. It's like, it's nothing. He could lose that. He could do that. And he could do this 50 times over in a calendar year. And it would be worth, it would be worth it. As opposed to Floyd Mayweather running around, cold approaching, macking, mouthpiecing. What, what, what value would that be? That would be low value, low return of investment activity and risk getting rejected by a broke, no good, no nothing woman. No, it won't make sense. Why would I, why would I own an oil rig in Midland, Texas, be worth millions Cold Mac and a woman at a bar. Potentially her rejecting me and telling the world that she rejected me. Again, I'm not there. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of guys that are there. There's a lots of guys that are there. And you know who else is there? A lots of girls. <laughs> so... Just letting you know, it's part of the game. And then once I realized it, um, I could see it from a different perspective. It was clearer. Metaphorically, the women that were turning their nose up at me when I walked by them, they were all of a sudden compliant when vacations, restaurants, money, status, car rides and Porsches, all of a sudden when that was on the line, they was all smiling in my face. The same ninjas that you think is out of your league is just a mind frame flip away. And what broke ninjas will say, well, that's because you wasn't ish. Ninja, who cares? That don't matter now. Okay, your girl is in my hotel room. 
It don't matter now. Yeah, your girl is going. So it matters none. And then the women below that. But what about the good women? You, you're out of, I'm out of your price range. <laughs> All right. You, you can't afford to be seen with a person like me where I go. You don't have what it takes. Now, you can come to the crib, but you can't come to dinner. Is that what you want? We're good. You can come to the crib, but you can't come to dinner. Are you okay with that? Listen, everybody has a place and everybody has a price. Money talks, bullshit walks. It is what it is. We can't change the rules and there's no morality in this. But you can't come to dinner, but come on to the crib real quick. And, oh, my God, it's 930. Looks like it's time for you to go. Mm. Or go stay dating broke ninjas that you're trying to tell, not go to Cheesecake Factory. Hey, baby, find where you at. Find where you at and then and, and play your lane. Know your role or level up. <laughs> oh, look at that. Looks like I'll have to get something to eat. Uh, but uh, looks like it's time for you to go. But you're welcome back anytime. I appreciate you. But anyway, I know people, I know this sounds weird to a lot of men. I know. But I can't change the rules here. I'm not here to, I, I'm not here to change the role, the rules. John Doe says, that list confirms what I already knew. Dating is dumb and it is dead. I know other places that ladies can go that can go to heck, or they can go to heck. Okay, you sending them to hell. All right, I'll ring the bell. Almost done here. Oh, tonight's evening show will be abbreviated. I got a place to go in the morning. Brown 310 says, reminder, ladies, that date equals D at the end. And that should be always on the table. Shout out to I Don't Know Man What says, Coach, they drop in panties after the first date. Uh, This is their pro price. And want to snap don't want these spots in the pictures. Oh, I see. They want snaps. I think you meant they want snaps. There's no period there. These are their pro prices, and they want to take pictures uh, at dinners. He says ethnic food spots, less money uh, right there. So I think that's what you were trying to say. So they're trying to, these are their pro prices. Yeah. So they want you to take them out. Hey, I know this great restaurant. I've been wanting to try it. Oh, really? Yeah, let's go together. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so I guess uh, we're talking about prices then. So let's negotiate. A man supporting men says, ladies, if you ain't paying, you shouldn't be complaining. Fellas, if she's complaining about the venue, she's not that into you. That's an absolute fact. All right, so know that. If she says, hey, um, I always say, I'm going to tell you where we're meeting. I'm going to tell you what the dress is, and I'm going to tell you what I expect you to look like and what time to be there. If you change any of those request or instructions you're done you're, you have to think like that guys you're done especially because i'm already gonna pay i don't have a problem with the pay pay not pay argument i'll pay it but here's what's gonna happen you're gonna be here at this time you're gonna be this is the attire this is what i want you to wear what i want you to look like this is the location <laughs> and then when you get there, you'll get further instructions. If you can't even pass that, you ain't even dateable out here. 
if you say, well, how about we go here? Or why don't we meet here? Or I, I'll meet you at this time. I'm running 15, 20 minutes late. The minute you do any of that, you donezo out here. All I'm thinking about is possibly squeezing your lungs, and that's about it. And at that point, I'm really bored of you anyway. I was doing you a favor. But, yes, I want high ponytail, short black skirt, spaghetti strap, open back, high heels. Let's go. Oil your legs up and and shave everything because you know we going to the crib afterwards. Like, there's none of this. Well, I'll think about it. There's no church hug at the end of this. <laughs> right? And that's what she should say is. Okay, daddy. If she says anything other than. Okay, daddy. It's over. It's over. Don't consider me asking you for anything else or to show up anywhere. All right. Yep. Open toes. <laughs> Open toes. And if you ain't got it, we'll figure out a way for you to get it, baby. Ain't no big deal, man. Oh, you don't have this attire? Let's talk about how you can get it. That is pretty simple. And you trust me, this marketplace is wide open like Highway 304. That marketplace is gettable. It's wide open like Highway 304. All you got to do then is vet and make sure she don't rob you at some particular point. But divorce is robbery as well. False accusation is robbery as well. So you got to make sure that all these things are followed if they don't. And yes, you're not on your period. Are you on your period? Okay, let's talk about rescheduling then. <laughs> Do not be on your period. You need to make sure you tell them that right up front. Well, what does it matter if I'm on my period? Oh, you really got me effed up. All right, um, let me let me get back at you. Let me get back at you. Yeah, you're not ready. You're not ready to come out with me tonight. All right, so uh, we need to reschedule. And if you get start spotting or you get your period in between when we made the instructions and the meeting date, you need to tell me, oh, you know what? Hey, daddy. Okay, daddy. I hit my period. Okay, well, listen, let's reschedule. But you really don't want to see me? No, let's reschedule. <laughs> right, but you ain't going to play no. You know what? I'll show you the tampon string. I'm not young. I'm not young and dumb no more. All right. I didn't, I didn't show you all of this. And give you all of this for you to pull. I'm on my period at the end of the night. But uh, anyway, listen, I'm at a different level with this. <laughs> right. Uh, man, it's cold, man. It's a cold world out here. Shout out to uh, let's see here. Pug dad says, take him to the Juco and I'm oh, sorry. Take him to JC's house and Henry's house for that train yang gang over there. All right, shout out to you. And that's you. Wait, wrong sound effect. Okay, daddy. Wait, wait. Train yang. Jedi says uh, these girls are pricing out the young dudes and racking up experience at no expense to themselves. They have no skin in the game. This is what where the problem with dating is going because they're pricing out a significant portion of men. Now, whether they care about that or not, I think they care about it, but they don't realize they care about it because then they say, what happened? Where did all the men Right. Go? So then when they run into the shortage of men and they're like, what's wrong? How come these guys aren't doing? They don't realize that they're pricing guys out. They're pricing out 70% of guys right off the top, which is a percentage of men that could do it, but don't want to a percentage of men that don't won't do it because they don't need to. And a percentage of men that can't afford it. So these men are being priced out. AKA dating is dead. If dating was uh, fair, 
then most people would have ability to do it. That means it would be fair for everybody across the board. But now it's unfair for 70% of men, metaphorically, right? Men that don't want to do it, men that, that can't do it, men that could but won't. Like, so that's the problem here. And men that can do it, they get in the way. They get in the way with murder out here. Right? They get away with murder. Shout out to AJB. Indian boomers raised the feminist daughters since 1980, and now they complain about their daughter-in-laws not being good family members. They let it all go. Indeed, Porsche specialist, you can find a million ruby roses. Ruby rose looking holes in Ethiopia. This is a dime a dozen chick. In fact, I was in the mall yesterday, met this, and I can never pronounce it, this beautiful urethrian urethian woman. All right, and I met and I bumped into her. I was in the store, bumped into her, and we had something in common, so I was having a common conversation with her. It wasn't no Mac. It wasn't no pickup. We just got into a common conversation. I think it's urethrian. Man, she was gorgeous, all right? But it was in an upper scale area of Las Vegas, upper scale, upper shopping level. And I was in there and I was in there. So she probably said he passes the sniff test because stuff was happening that she could see. She's like, okay, this guy's somebody, <laughs> right? So she was willing to talk. Uh, but um, she was a beautiful East African next to Ethiopian type woman. Gorgeous. Like, Ninja, she could have been in the dirty, she could have been in a Michael Jackson video talking about, uh, hey, baby, baby, with the high. She was gorgeous. Now, that type of woman is not as available in the United States comparatively to Ruby Rose. She was gorgeous. I mean, I was like, good Lord. And she was a regular, what is it called? Eritrean. 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 She was fire looking. I was like, and she wasn't fat. <laughs> she wasn't all bloated. She wasn't all uh, uh, chicken nugget and dino chicken nugget out. She was like, she had the thin, great, striking features, beautiful skin. Yeah, boy, I was like, Lord. Now, that woman could get my attention. Not no regular old Atlanta strag or Atlanta-ish strag is rap chick, <laughs> right? Eritrean, Eritrean. <laughs> I can never pronounce that. Eritrean, Eritrea. And I was like, where are you from? <laughs> and that's one of the like, second or third women I met from that area. I was like, good Lord, have mercy, man. And I was like, that girl was gorgeous. Uh, let's see here. Eritrean is near Ethiopia. All right, but the one I the one I met was dark skinned. She was darker. All right, but she was she was unbelievably and she was nice. That's the other thing about it. She was super duper nice. She was nice and respectable. I guess these are the type of women that they're they're labeling as Eritrean women. She like none of these women really look like. Okay, this woman right here, she looks similar to this. I mean, not exactly. She looks similar to this. Like, this, her, her features look similar to this. This woman right here. If you can't see the mouse, she's the far right of the screen. She was like this, but slightly a little bit darker. Okay, a little bit darker. But her features look like this. 
It was unbelievable. I was like, dang. And she didn't have, she wasn't, she wasn't looking at me. She wasn't passing me off. She was just literally giving me great conversation. But um, yeah, those women are have high expectations though. Like to they they come with a high price tag. So be careful. High, high price tag. Like you gotta have your shit together to talk to them. Yeah, she was striking. She was like, I was just like looking at her. I was just trying to look at her. I'm like, man, like you don't see women like that in America. You don't see women like that. I just had to look at her like, man, unbelievable. Anyway, yeah, you're gonna have to come with a you're gonna have to come with your your shit right to mess with that. Anyway, Porsche Specialist says, uh, yes, there he goes. He's validating that. Uh, Daniel McGee says, I ain't going back to the matrix, the matrix, free agent lifestyle. Thanks, CGA. Indeed. Adonai says, Snake. All right, shout out to you. Yeah, the girl had me starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, T-Mon Jr., Coach, why do XXs have the need to share all the details of their lives with everyone they meet? They never stop talking. Shout out to the snake gang. Well, women are social, so and not everything's a negative, but you got to protect yourself. Women are super social, right? Women want to gather in clusters. They want to share. They also want to, that's just how they learn positively and negatively. This is how they see and protect themselves because they need people to know stuff about them because they're vulnerable many times. So they want to pass information just in case they disappear or just in case something happens. They have to protect themselves. So everything's not a negative. Some things are done to actually help societies grow and learn, help children, help people on a certain level of education and entertainment. So you got to look at it as a positive. It's mostly a net positive what they do. Now, it can turn net negative against you if you believe that a woman can keep secrets. And then when she puts your information out there on the street, Ninja, don't be surprised. That's what they do. They gossip. Ninja Samson and Delilah. Everybody done told you. Women, m- women talk. They gonna tell somebody. Every woman that has came to your crib, somebody knew about it. <laughs> right? Somebody knew about it. She dropped the pen. She texted somebody that she's safe. They said, after an hour, if I don't hear from you, I'm calling the police and I'm sending them to where you dropped that pen. They followed them all the way to your house. They gave a picture of your monkey ass. They gave a picture, screenshot from the dating app or whatever app they met you at, screenshot. They asked you for a photo. They sent it to somebody else. So in in, in the grand scheme of things, that's a protection model for them. That's great. You want them to do that. You want to encourage that. Yeah, because you will want your girlfriend, your fiance, you will want your daughter, your mother. You will want them to do the same. So they have to do that. And just in case they need to bust up in there or actually have a story. Now, here's the thing. Can that turn negative against you? Yes, because she can also give your information to some pookie-ass ninja. And they can run up in your watch house and snatch all up on your watches. Ninja, they can, that, that's what can happen. That same woman that does that for protection, a similar woman will do it to rob your monkey ass. So, <laughs> right? Be very picky with who you give information to. Cortez says, keep stepping on them, coach. He says, you to go, and they know it. Appreciate you. Not a, lot of, not a lot of people in here disagreeing with what I'm saying. Some people might be caught off guard. JC says, my Mastodon is Ethiopian and French. I met her in Toronto. Yeah, shout out to you. And she's a Mastodon? All right, I don't know. 
All right, shout out to, uh, yeah, I think I got everybody, man. Look, let me check PayPal on the way out. I got everybody. Remember, tonight's show, let me check PayPal. I don't think I got them. Um, tonight's show will be abbreviated. And then possibly Wednesday, I won't, I know for sure I won't have a morning live stream, but uh, Wednesday morning, which is tomorrow, but potentially maybe no evening stream. Shout out to uh, Michael R. And then we got one more. He always does this at the end of the show. Then tells me to go see his his contribution and then I'm signing off. Jamal says 5K is nothing to a Rothschild, Bush, Saudi prince and most senior government official and ain't nobody worth more than $1 a minute facts. But a lot of guys don't know that. But uh Eritrean, shout out to all the Eritreans or Ethiopians that now that I've butchered them, I'm now cannot go to these areas. So now I'm now banned in Eritrea cuz I can't pronounce it. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. And we'll be back tonight briefly. Peace.